The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Late night alternative for Tuesday. No, when? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wow. What the hell happened to Tuesday? I must have been high, to quote the Afro man. I must have been high. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock, talk radio. The most listened to late night phone in show anywhere in the country. Even more so since Tom uh, Violent physically. Aggressive and online trolling Tom Snorbrick from London's biggest C-word took over the slot on the other station. He has been physically threatening and bullying me online. This is is a real thing. So uh, we welcome all the new listeners who uh, don't want to listen to a thug. Tom Swearbrick. Yeah, exactly. Tom Ballbrick. That doesn't make any sense. So, uh, coming up on the show, was there a man hanging from a crane embarking yesterday? We have the answer. Elon Musk is still calling that um, cave rescuer a nonce. <laughs> it still is. Still is. Oh, and um, uh, vaginal eggs. Mm. Anyone? Anyone? Anyone for some vaginal eggs? Do you remember the other day we spoke to uh, a young lady called Holly Brooks about her experience as a passenger on Greater Anglian trains? Um, you, you may remember she uh, is a wheelchair user, and um, they yeah, sure, yes, they had a space for her, but unfortunately, the space on the train was facing um, sideways instead of facing in the direction of the travel, and the rest of the the area was filled with um, coffee cups, crisps, things like that. It was all wedged. She was kind of wedged in because she's in a wheelchair, so she doesn't really count as a proper person. And we tweeted them, and and Greater Anglia refused to speak to me, and they spoke to Catherine and. All of this stuff, and we, we sent them the clips, and you all sent them the clips, so thank you very much for that. And we thought, well, we'll, we'll, we'll keep sending them the clips from time to time and see what happens, but we'll, we'll, we'll let that one go. And then I get into work today, and I was late, because I was out doing um, a podcast with one of Pip's mates, and I, I, I will tell you about that later. And um, 
So I, I came, I come in, and um, Cassie, oh, they've been at it with Holly again. What? Um, so let's cut to the chase. Let's get Holly on the line. Good evening, Holly. Hello. You damn wheelchair user. I know, I'm such a troublemaker. Um, I'm really not, though. Go shut up. Yes, you are. <laughs> I love it. The greater <laughs> Anglia think you are. They also think they you're do. a liar. Now, they do think I'm a liar, yeah, which is kind of ironic, considering that's what they've now, been doing and continue to do. Tell us what happened today. OK. I wish I didn't have to. Like, no, I know. This uh, is awful. So, so, the thing this morning that happened that I tweeted, which... In all honesty, I'd kind of be willing to let go. I think it was a misguided thing. So we got on the train at yeah. 6.04 in the morning, super early, all pre-booked, et cetera, et cetera, as everybody will well know by now. And the guy put me basically in the doorway space. Okay. So my boyfriend said to him, where's the wheelchair, designated wheelchair space on this train? And he yeah. said, there isn't one. Oh. said that a couple of times. So I'm thinking, that's a bit weird, because there is. Uh, there was no disabled toilet on the train, apparently, and that's true, uh, which is a bit rubbish, but... Yeah. You know, it's an hour long I could live. Um, so I was in the, the doorway space that just happened before and then my boyfriend Richard was like, Okay, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and check there actually isn't a disabled space but I think there is and he walks one carriage up and there is a disabled no. space, which is obviously a lot safer and a lot better, and I'm not in a doorway. And in the doorway, of course, if, any, if anyone's got a, a bike, I don't know, you know, a, you, equate you with a bit of machinery, but if anyone's got something in the doorway, it gets in the way. So a human being in the doorway is going to get in the way of other passengers, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Like, everyone was having to walk around me, which yeah. was kind of awkward, or, like, go to the next carriage, and the doorway's kind of cold and drafty, and... So, but there was, so there was a disabled space? Yeah, there was. Like, Richard went and got photos of it, which was crazy, and told the other passengers, because obviously his people sat down at those spaces, what he was doing, and obviously they were, they were pretty furious. Um, why, why, so why did the fella say that there wasn't? Honestly, I feel like he didn't know. Okay, But, yep. but if he didn't know, then there obviously needs to be a lot more education, yep. because, yep. you know, surely... And this was the thing that kind of happened this morning, and I was like, ugh, it's happened to me before, yeah. about a month ago, and I thought, okay, you know what, it happened, I'll let it slide, because like I said, I think it, kind of the more I thought about it, the more I thought it was just about him. Yeah. Not really known. And then it comes to home time after a day of hospital appointments. Yeah, uh, home time. This is, where, this is where I'm discriminated against for being in a wheelchair, Go so um, that was the highlight of my day. Um, you want the full story? Yeah, I want it. Give it, give, right. give it to me, baby. Always. Um, right, rock up, like, well in advance, pre-booked on the 4.30 train home, yeah. p.m., not a.m., obviously. Um, we're there, both of the desk and luck at the, the platform, the 4.30 is cancelled, right? Yeah. So we go to the desk and we say, okay, the 4.30 is cancelled, you guys provide me with a wheelchair-assisted taxi at the other end, because I can't access my local station, because it's not accessible. Um, oh, so you can't, you, so your, your, your home station is not wheelchair-friendly, so you have to get off a different station. Get off, yeah, a different station. And, and they, 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 your ticket, the price of your ticket, includes a cab from the, the station to what? To your home or to, to your home to station? my home station. OK, so all right. It's not accessible on one side, so I can get, like, to Colchester, Transford, right. London, fine. Not the other way. OK. So we go to the desk to let them know to kind of make life more convenient for them so that the train isn't waiting. And actually, the first thing that really bugged me was I'm in this queue to get on to kind of get to the front of the desk for help. And the guy literally locks over the top of me and goes, is anyone there? Can I help? Ooh. And I'm like, hello, I'm down here. Uh-oh, I'll have a bag I'm of like, chips, please, mister. I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm, what, I'm five foot ten, they measured me today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty tall. Like, okay. I've got big hair. It's not hard to see me. You should wear a hat. I normally do. A stovepipe hat, I think. I'm going to wear, like, a with top an, hat. With an arrow pointing down. <laughs> <laughs> it says, look under that. here. <laughs> 
That's what you I need. Could, I could put your branding on it and like there get we go. some sponsorship for the show. There we go, man. Awesome. This is what we want. Shit for the show. Yeah. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so you told him to phone ahead and you say he's won the cab. Okay. Good. He was pretty dismissive though, and was like, "Okay, just get the next train." The yep. next train was two minutes late, which is absolutely fine. But that train was running late. Right. So this. The 4.32 p.m. train was running a little bit late. And what, hang on, what, what, so let's get some context. What time were you speaking to the guy? Um, genuinely looked at my phone and it was, uh, 4.18 p.m. Okay, so 4.18, to, to, to talk about the 4.30 that's been cancelled, but then he says you can get the 4.32, which is running late anyway. So you've yep. got, you've got time. Okay. Yep. So we're said like... All the other commuters and everybody else kind of around looking at the boards. They haven't announced the... It gets to, we think, and we're pretty sure, and, you know, my boyfriend's got a PhD, which isn't a euphemism, actually is. Oh. Um, but pretty hard. <laughs> no, whoa. no, hey, steady, no. steady. Yeah, he's a clever guy. He's a lot more clever than me. He yeah. knows when it's 4.32 and when it isn't. Yeah. Um, so he's looking at the, the board, and um, so they haven't, they haven't announced the 4.32 platform yet. Okay. Then they do, and it's platform eight, and we go in the wheelchair to get on it, fighting through all the crowds, and platform eight doesn't have a wheelchair gate. Oh, I can't get through. flipping heck, man. I know, so, well, bloody hell. Go to platform ten. Yeah. Just a little bit further down, get through those gates, get onto the platform, and I can't see the ramp. So we're on platform eight at this point. It's about 4.36. Okay. Can't believe my life has boiled down to a space of four minutes. Yeah. Um, and we get on the platform, can't see it, and my boyfriend says to the guy, oh, the ramp's not here, and he says, don't worry, you know, they were supposed to have been pre-told about it, we'll radio to get you one, and he radios and says, we need a, a wheelchair ramp for platform eight. He is stood next to slash near, um, a guy who, you know, does all the whistleblowing and the signing off of the train. Yes. That guy is obviously very aware, he can see us waiting, he should have been alerted that we were getting the 4.32, delayed 4.32 train yeah. back to Colchester. So we walk up the platform. I mean, you know, I don't walk. Pushed up the platform. Yeah. Um, and we're stood outside the bit where you get on with the wheelchair, so we're just waiting for this ramp to turn up. So there's a specific place that you're supposed to, to wait? Yeah. Okay. Um, so unless anyone kind of tells you otherwise, but yeah. this is pretty much always the place. So we're prepped and ready. We're just waiting for this ramp to turn up. And then the guy blows the first whistle. Mm -mm. And this is when I start to film, because if I've learned anything through kind of being in a wheelchair over the past two months or so, it's, like, just film as much as you can. Can I, can I give want... you a little tip on that? Yeah. Don't film portrait, please, for God's sakes. Come on. Where's the, where's the landscape? What, 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 what? I don't care. What <laughs> shape is your television? Is it portrait or is it landscape? I don't have a television. Oh! Ian. This woman makes me sick. She deserves to miss trains. I'm 29. I'm a millennial. I'm on Greater Anglia's side. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So you started filming in Portrait. Yes. 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 Um, started filming in Portrait. And so in the film, we can see uh, that the, the train doors are open. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. open. There are people who, you know, are lucky enough to be able to walk who are getting on this train. Yeah. My boyfriend, who um, can also walk and has no disability issues, um, could get on the train very, very, very easily. Yeah. I'm just waiting for this ramp. And then the whistle blows, and I'm filming, and you can see the doors open, yeah. and they're open for a little while, and then they close, yeah. and he blows the whistle again, I think, and then it goes. And it goes, and the cheek of it, 
he called me and shouted at us to move back from the platform edge. <gasps> the platform edge, which we're waiting for the wheelchair system ramp for. That's class. That's a classy move. Hi, that a is classy a classy guy. That's a classy burn. <laughs> Thank you for having it. All right. So, um, okay. So they screwed up massively. So what did you do then? So the train leaves without me. Yeah. So this is all screwed up. Not great. Um, pretty calmly, considering the situation, we go up to um, the train dispatcher. This is the guy who's just whistled it away and told me to move back. Yeah. And we'd asked him why the train had gone and why he couldn't have held the train. There's no way we could have got to that train any quicker than we did. I'm sure you're going to read out this statement. Yeah, yeah. Which claims that uh, we were late, which is far from it, far, far from it. And that video, that first video with the train in it shows you. Yeah. Um, and I obviously filmed the, and told him I was filming him, filmed the train dispatcher. And in this video, I kind of say, you know, it's completely discriminatory. You let that train go because I'm in a wheelchair and you couldn't be bothered to wait for the ramp. And he pretty much admits it in this video, which I'm sure you've shared on Twitter. Yeah, we've shared it. I'm trying to find a comment, uh, but one seems to have disappeared. Uh, a, a few, and, and in it he says, doesn't he say something like, um, it's not down to me kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. And, and a few people have, a few, just to, for balance, mm-hmm. a, a handful of people, possibly at least four or five on Twitter have gone, that sounds fair enough. It, a few people have said, what that guy says is fair enough. Yeah. And would you agree with that? No, I think, you know what, I'm not, I, can I, people know this by now, don't have any vendetta, I'm not a rival train company nope. disguised as a girl in a wheelchair. Like, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, annoyed with them on the greatest radio show in the world. There we go, um, thank you. <laughs> oh, those, but um, she said that to BBC Essex the other day. I'm still bitter about that. Um, yeah, so we went up to the guy, and obviously I appreciate what some people say. You know, he's essentially saying this isn't down to me, it's policy. Yeah. I think the thing that really gets us is that, like I said, in the first video, you can see the train yeah, yeah. is there, and if I could walk, I'd be able to get on that train, no problem, in plenty of time. And the second thing is he knew that we were waiting for the ramp. He knew that the reason we were there... And kind of not on that train yet was because of, you know, because there wasn't a wheelchair ramp there. And he admits in that video, he says, no, it's not fair. Um, and he, you know, he kind of reiterates, it's, it's not fair what's happened. And okay. he pretty much admits, you know, discrimination. And okay. he adm- essentially in that video admits that the reason why I couldn't get on that train was because I was in a wheelchair. Um, we, of course, are having a great relationship with the Greater Anglia PR team. They refuse to reply to any of my tweets because apparently that's not how it's supposed to be done. But they will speak. I don't. I can't, but no, I do. Is it the blue ticker? They scare. I don't know what it is. But they will speak to Catherine. So, Catherine, you phoned them up. Well, I sent them an email first of all. No response. I also tweeted about it. Of course, no response. Um, and then I phoned up and spoke to a gentleman who um, said, unfortunately, they wouldn't be putting anyone up, but they would send me... They were getting a, a statement together, um, and then he sort of briefly outlined it and told me a quite different story from the one you're telling me, Holly, to which I responded, oh, so Holly's lying then, is she? And he said, oh, no, I wouldn't say that, but, uh, but then he doubled down he, on his story. He, and was he saying... That, that you were late. She was late for the train. Yeah. Oh, you went into great detail about the troubles they were having that, and, and why the first train was cancelled and why, you Irrelevant. Know, don't care. So I was thinking, right, now let's talk about the ramp. Actually, Listen, I've looked at the if, statement. The ramp is never mentioned in the statement either. We, and we'll do the statement. But here's the thing. If she was there in time, which we have video evidence that she was, and people who could walk could get on the train, 
and someone in a wheelchair could not get on the train despite yeah. being there at the same time. That's discrimination. And I put that to him. You were sitting next to me while I spoke to him, and I said, "But people were getting on who could were able-bodied, and she was waiting for the ramp, so that's discrimination." And he said, "Oh no, no, no! It was all locked up." Well, we've seen the video. The doors were open. There are people standing in the doorways. Let's um, let's have their wonderful statement, please, okay. from Greater Anglia PR. And if anyone hears the word ramp, could you please make a noise because I haven't been able to find it. Okay, I've got my. Hang on a minute. I'm gonna. This is. Um, if we hear the word ramp, we're gonna get. You're a fanny. Okay, there that's, we go. that's our ramp alarm. Here's a statement. Uh, f- uh, I believe you've already spoken to our on-call press officer who told you we don't have anyone available for interview. This is the second person, by the way, from the PR office who's spoken to me. But apparently, we're only pen friends. Um, mm. We're sorry that Holly was affected by delays and cancellations caused by signalling problems. Brackets, which network rail fixed as quickly as they could. No, she wasn't. She was. She, you're affected by a lack of a ramp, Holly. Yeah. Am I missing something here? Uh, yeah, completely affected by a lack of a ramp. And just to kind of... Um but in ever so slightly, I had like an open return ticket. So if I knew I was going to miss that train, I could go and have you know nice drink and get the next train. It didn't. It didn't matter to my ticket. No. Which one I got? So here's the here, here we go. Holly was booked onto the 16:30 train from London Liverpool Street to Colchester, which was cancelled as a result of a signalling fault. When she asked to board the 16:32 train, unfortunately, it was already being dispatched and the doors had been locked closed. Not true. We've seen them wide open on the video. Yep. So it was not possible for her to catch that train without causing more delays to both that train and other trains. We instead helped her onto the next train for Colchester at 1700. So that's, let me, let me just check my maths, half an hour later. Yeah. And it wasn't the 1700 either, it was the 1702, which um, was a slower train. Right. She was then met at Colchester Station where our staff helped her off the train and a taxi was ready and waiting for her to take her straight to Wivenhoe. As it should be, it's part of your yeah. ticket price. We have offered to meet Holly to apologise personally, help improve our service to her in future and further improve our service standards for passengers with specific needs. We also review such incidents with our Stakeholder Equality Board, which includes representatives of customers with specific needs and our Accessibility Manager, whose role is focused on consistently improving service quality in this area. Is that the ramp man? If that's the ramp man, he needs to get more ramps. We apologise unreservedly for occasions when things go wrong. When this happens, we will always do our best to provide help, find an alternative way to get people to their destinations as quickly as possible and take steps to prevent problems reoccurring. Holly, your thoughts on that, please? I wish that um, my biggest thing of today had been about train delays. I wish that was the thing I was annoyed about. Um, At no point do they mention the fact that it was, you know... Uh, that I had perhaps even perceived it to be discriminatory behaviour when clearly it was. Um, I'm surprised they didn't come back like last time and say they were sorry that I felt upset. Mm. Um, well, they apologise for occasions when things go wrong. Not when they're being discriminatory towards wheelchair users or other people who well, aren't as And also, this know. is another one of those non-specific apologies. We apologise for times when that happens. They're not suggesting that's what happened it this is time. The thing, yeah. Here's the thing. Greater Anglia PR, you've, you've ballsed up and you're making yourself look like absolute arseholes, right? Stop fobbing us, uh, fobbing us off with crappy statements. It, things would be so much easier if you phoned, if you came on and ate a little bit of humble pie in the presence of Holly. That would make me feel better. I'm sure Holly would feel a little yeah. bit better and you'd look a whole lot better. Instead, sending out... Um, 
uh, stupid, badly written press releases and statements, refusing to come on and accusing the uh, the person who's missed a train because of your cock-up of, of lying is absolutely terrible. Greater Anglia Trains, you should be ashamed of yourself. And Greater Anglia Public Relations Department, you should be ashamed of yourselves. You absolutely... Idiots! You haven't got any idea how to handle public relations or people in wheelchairs. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Can I also say that this second paragraph, we instead helped her onto the next train for Colchester at 1700. That's what you're supposed to do. It's not helping her. You're do- providing a service. She was then met at Colchester Station where our staff helped her off the train, as they're supposed to, and a taxi was ready and waiting for her that she's paid for within her ticket price. You know, you're not doing anyone any favours here and certainly not doing yourselves any favours. Um, we've got Carrie on the line. Hello, Carrie. Oh, hi, Ian. Ian. Um, actually, Kath might have just answered what I was going to ask. Um, yeah. I was just going to ask Holly. Um, if the guards or the staff would have offered to lift her onto the train, would that have been acceptable or is that inappropriate? But I think Kath just answered that in what she's well, just Well, I would, I would, I will allow Holly to speak for herself, but, because I believe yeah. she can. <laughs> I, but I would imagine that they would not be allowed to for health oh. and safety. Mm. And, and health and safety in the good sense, in that lifting a, um, a wheelchair is, is bloody hard work. Um, yeah. And if they were to injure themselves doing that, which is quite completely possible, I put my back out moving my mum around sometimes. Um, mm. That would be. It would, am I close there, Holly? No, you're completely correct. Um, and I'm not the lightest person in the world. Uh, my mum gave me boobs and a bum and hips, and no. you know, God bless her for it. But <laughs> and, and, you, and that's world. that's understand. It would be nice to think that two big strapping men would pick you up and put you on, but actually, but it's no good for it. It's no good for no. them. It's no good no. for me. If I fell out of my wheelchair, I dread to think. There you go. They'd, kind of drop me if they had hurt themselves. It's the last thing I want in the world. So when Greater Anglia yeah. are talking about helping her on and off the train, they're talking... You, you, they found ramps eventually, I take it, Holly? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that was Network Rail who found the ramps, who were amazing, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and Network Rail continue at Liverpool Street to be brilliant. Um, always had great kind of service with them. Um, it's a shame that Greater Anglia can't no, copy it's, them. It's All interesting right. they're calling them, so it's saying we helped her okay. and right. our staff helped Kerry, her. Kerry, thank you very much for your call. Uh, Holly, listen, uh, uh, um, wh- what happens now for you? Um, what happens now is um, I'm going through the formal complaint from what happened last week in Norwich takes a while to write these things. I need to double-check. I've got, you know, yep. kind of all the references from their disabled persons protection policy, um, all while I'm ill and kind of sleeping a hell of a lot. Um, there'll be another complaint going in about this. Um, I think that really hurts. And there's video footage because I, I filmed just after it finished. I turned the camera back around on my face and I just wanted to film my reaction in that moment. I was having a huge panic attack and I think it was a distraction technique. And I looked at it and I find it far too obsessing to put on social media. I want to show them that and I want to show Greater Anglia kind of once they've replied to my initial formal complaint, just the impact it's having on a real person. And that's before they even kind of try and do any sort of slander on national radio. Okay. All right. Well, listen, um, uh, Holly, what is your Twitter? Because people want to follow this this adventure on Twitter. Where where do they go? Uh, It's at Holly Ann B, H-O-L-L-I-E-A-N-N-E-B. Okay, cool. Listen, if anything else happens... Uh, uh, is that for is Mark for us now? This very second. Oh, hang on a second. Let's go to Mark. Hey, Mark. Hi, Holly. Hello. Uh, how you doing, Em? You you might see me on Twitter tonight. I'm, I'm a London cabbie one. Oh, I love and you. Then, uh, you. And I, I just for me. Yeah, I just thought. I just thought. I mean, 
That bloke, I mean, it ain't life horrible. I mean, that, that bloke, right, he turned around and said to you that you're trying to uh, further your journalistic career because you said this. I mean, I honestly, aren't people horrible? And, I mean, that's why I said, you, I mean, I, I, Ian will dump me if I say it, but, so I won't say it, but I said, you're a whatever. Yeah. And he is. I mean, to, to, I mean, to say it. I mean, uh, was I, there I, someone, I, on, Mark, was this someone, I missed this, was this someone commenting on the videos on Twitter saying you're doing this to advance your career? Yeah, yeah. Get, Great get career Mark, move, getting a wheelchair. Yeah, I, know, I know, it's awful, awful. But, Holly, I, I followed the story, like, with it. I listen to the podcast all the time, and, and, and like, you haven't been in the wheelchair long, uh, and, and and to get to adjust to that must be sort of terrifying. And then you get these people calling you out on Twitter saying that you're doing it to to further your career, and when you've just um, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, it's because you're, dec- you're, dec- you're a decent you're a decent bloke, Mark. And one would assume everybody would be decent bloke. You know, we we judge a society. The society should help those people. That are, are, are slightly more vulnerable, and you know, children and people in wheelchairs. This is who we need to keep an eye. And if we can't do that, and if instead of doing that, we attack them, as has happened with a few people on Twitter, then you mm. know, th- 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 to us people who are decent people, it just—it's incredible. I don't get it, Ian. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I was brought up like, probably like yourself to say please and thank you to hold the door open for a lady. I mean, nope. it's not—it's not rocket science. I mean, and, and for someone to call Holly out like that on Twitter and say, "Oh, you're only doing," and I mean, it's awful, awful, awful people in this world. Mark, you're uh, a good man, and thanks for calling in, um, Holly. Give us a call. Well, we'll put this out as a podcast tomorrow, and we will tweet it to um, Greater Anglia PR at Greater Anglia PR and they can sit and ignore it like the chances they are Um, but but, you know let us know what happens your end and um, fingers crossed this is the last time but I suspect it won't be no I've got to travel again on Tuesday for a neurology appointment in London I'm only going to that because I care so much more about my health and getting out of this wheelchair and getting better than I do you know my kind of mental health and Grace Angley is just absolutely rubbish. So I'm terrified already. Film um, everything. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it because they cannot and will not take away my right to travel. They can try as much as they want. And I'm not just speaking for me. I'm speaking for so many people across the country in all different um, rail networks. Here's what you need to do next Tuesday. You make sure over the weekend you buy a stovepipe hat and you buy a GoPro camera. Okay, rich, big hat and a GoPro camera. And you stick the camera on the top, you film everything from a vantage point of about yeah. two foot above your head, OK? You got me, Holly? Done. All right, uh, have a lovely weekend. Thank Try you. and relax. Thanks. Try not to worry about it, and we'll speak soon. Speak soon. Cheers with this. Bye. Ta-ta. 03444991000. Dion, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Moonlit musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. This station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. 03444991000 is the telephone number. I've been really going through a big Neil Diamond phase, including today I was listening to Hot August Night 2, which is not a great album. Neil Diamond live in 1987. Was there a Hot August Night one? Yeah, there's Hot August Night, which is the classic. Oh, right. There's two classic Neil Diamond live albums, Love at the Greek and Hot August Night, right? And this is Hot August Night 2 from 1987. It's not great. It's very growly voice, a lot of reverb going on, and it's a bit... But I, okay. Anyway, I forgot that this was on it. Listen to this, and I'm hoping this has got the spoken introduction, because this, this is what makes it for me. Here we go. 
Here we go. We'd like to do a brand new song for you now. He speaks French. Like it's this. from a brand new Broadway musical called Les Miserables. <laughs> Is that what you're laughing at there? He does it spot on. Les Miserables. It's from a brand new Broadway musical called Les Miserables. Brand new, mind you. <laughs> it's from a brand new Broadway musical called Les Miserables. Les Miserables. <laughs> and it's a very special song. I want to be the one to introduce it to you. There was a time when girls were kind, when their voices were soft and their words inviting. There was a time when love he, was He sings so weird. He's really gruff on this album. And it's very... And that song was exciting. Here we go, phoning singers that... That were their words. Hang on a minute. Singers who mispronounce words as part of their technique. Neil Diamond does it. Andy Partridge from XTC does it. They say words in a really weird way. I dreamed a dream in time gone by. <laughs> it's great. Bye. It's a great song. Bye. When hope was it's a great song. And hope it? was high and life was living. He does, um, where's the bit where he goes, uh, he turns it into like a proper diamond tune. Eh? That we will spend the years together. But there are dreams that cannot be. And there are storms we Gosh, Fantine never sang it like that. But she was a bit poorly at this point, wasn't she? I don't she? remember the um, the oh yeah bit in there. That's um... it's the song of a dying French prostitute who's sold her teeth and her hair. Oh yeah! It's a, it's he makes it a song about empowerment. <laughs> and that's what I'd like to do for you now tonight, oh, ladies no, and gentlemen. Really? Have I missed the beginning? Yeah. Oh. The song was exciting. No, no, okay, we'll do it properly. Okay. They, they, they messed up there. Okay, we'll do it properly. Oh, well, oh. they were late. Well, they didn't put the... They didn't... There's no bouncing ball. There was a time... Where has the music gone? This is the this is the, uh, the Les Miserables version. Right, I want the Neil... I want I Dreamed a Dream, Neil Diamond karaoke. Um, here we go, here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> so cheesy. I'd love a band like this. You can buy one. Casio has a keyboard. There's no words. It's the flipping words. Right, we'll try again. Here we go. Let's try this one. It's better be worth it, mate. It will be worth it. Oh, God. Yeah, it will. I want a band like this. Here we go. I dreamed a dream of time gone by <laughs> When hope was high and life worth living I dreamed that love would never die 
I dreamed that God would be forgiving. Then I was young and unafraid. And dreams were made and used and wasted. <laughs> Very wasted. There was no ransom to be paid. No song unsung, no wine untasted. But the tigers come at night with their vast voices soft as thunder. As they tear your hope apart. Oh, oh dear, this is a bit fruity, isn't it? As they turn your dream to shame. <laughs> he slept a summer by my side. He filled my days with endless wonder. That means he took my childhood in his stride. But he was gone when autumn came. And still I dream he'll come on me. That we will live the years together. A bit deeper than I'd like it to be. <laughs> but there are dreams that cannot be. Oh, no, no, no. The bloody storms we cannot weather. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a dream my life would be. So different from this hell I'm living. So different now from what it seemed. Now life has killed the dream. I dream. <laughs> The dream I dreamed. And you've murdered that song. No, mate, I haven't. What I've done is I've given my own unique interpretation. A um, little of, bit lower. What's the name of the show again? Limousab. <laughs> A little bit lower than I was expecting it to be, actually. They need to work on their kit. They should have a feature on YouTube. Here's the thing, YouTube, and when you introduce it in the next few weeks, I won't claim a penny for it. You should have a key change so you can step up the key in um, karaoke songs. This is the Late Night Alternative. Um, why don't you switch over to LBC and tell me which songs from the musicals Tom Snorbrick's singing? I bet they won't be from Les Miserables. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatos. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
going to read something very, very libelous that someone's tweeted me. Right? And I want to know how this person has, has this information. I don't believe it for a second. Uh, Jane Dunn, 65, says, Hey, in loving the homage to Neil Diamond and his plethoric songbook, plethoric, a room-rich, gravelly delivery, he's always been a guilty pleasure. But, bad... Now, she knows what is in his safe. But bad news... He has a safe full of agreements made to the young, very young fans. He got pregnant back in the day. Yeah, I'm gutted too. Well, where the hell, Jane Dunn? This is the problem with today. Where the hell do you get that? Where do you, where you, where you've got access. What's his combination? What's the combination? 6969. Steady on. Um, uh, this is, uh, this is outrageous behaviour. You can still get done for libel on Twitter, by the yes, way. Everyone. Yes, yes. Um, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, Neil Diamond, as we know, is poorly. Um, so I'm buying up all of his albums very cheaply on eBay and discography, discogs, uh, before he dies and they, they kind of put, you know, a zero at the end of all the... Uh, the, the oh, I thought you were doing it to support him. You are just doing it to save money. Mm, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, when he dies, they're going to whack a fortune on that. I, I, and I think he's going to die this year. That's my prediction. Did Jane tell you that? <laughs> she only knows what's inside his safe. For cr- Ah, that's what I was going to say. Stay there, dear, and we'll come to you in a bit. So I got an email from... Let me have a look who sent me the email... His name is Carl. He works at Talk Radio. He's the social media programming producer. His name is Carl, and he sent me on email about the social media programming plan. And it's quite exciting, if it's true. I haven't looked at it yet. Have you? You don't know what I am talking about, so we're gonna have a little look. Together, what is going on out there on the internet? The social media programming producer Carl Bennett sent me some news, and I think it's quite exciting. I think you might like it. If we go to Twitter and we start to type a message, then we go to the GIF button. On and type in talk radio. There should be some gifs from this radio show. What? That's what he has told me. There'll be gifs for the show. Instead, there's a weird boy. I don't know who that is. I can't find one Carl Bennett as like there's me and Jamie East, which is odd because he's going soon. No, he's not. He's got a weekend show. Okay, well, in that case, fine. Yeah, apparently, if you go to talk, you go to Twitter. <laughs> Oh, I think God. this is brilliant. This is brilliant. You go to the GIF button. Thank you for this, Carl, honestly. And um, they put this up as a video because then this is like meta, isn't it? If you go to Twitter, go to the GIF button, click it and type in talk radio. There's only a handful. There's one for me saying it's too hot. Um, and there's... You've got a meme, eh? Hmm? There's me dancing. I am a GIF. Now, how did he ha- ha- add that to Twitter? Can we add GIFs to Twitter? Can you get Dion back, please? I'm going to go straight to him. Oh, he's gone. Can we add GIFs to Twitter? How does a human being, a normal person, add a GIF to Twitter? Catherine, are you listening to me? No, I'm looking for GIFs. Oh, yeah, it's pronounced GIF, Beth, actually. I think you're fine. Yeah, don't embarrass yourself, Beth. Um, 0344 499 1000. How can... 
a human being like me add gifs to Twitter. This is my dream. This is my ambition uh, to be able to do that. Um, Dion's not coming back. We lost Dion. Dion, um, Dion, um, Dion calls in. I suspect like a lot of callers on the tipping point, and uh, you've got to get them sort of just on that tipping point because otherwise they have one drink too many, one one smoke too many, one line too many, whatever it is, and then they're on the other side and we can't reach them again. I think that's what's happened Mm. to Dion. Let's go to. Um, let's go to George. Good evening, George. Good evening, Ian. There you go. You got it. Catherine. Hello, George. Hello. <laughs> I liked Ian singing. Oh, en- Endless wonder. Were, were you thinking of me when you nope. sung, sung those two words? Um, no. No. <laughs> Su- surprisingly, no. No. Okay. You sound surprised, George. I am. Of course, I wasn't thinking of you. I was thinking of my performance. He was thinking about Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Yeah, but endless wonder, and you know I'm into a world. Talking endlessly. A a world. (laughs) We wonder why. A world of wonders, and and it is the 42nd anniversary of my trip into the mystic... As, as, as John said, John tweeted me the other day, the 47th anniversary of you um, having a seance and then not writing a book about it. 42nd anniversary. I apologise. Yeah, it, it, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's just nice to to remember sort of what what happened and... and, uh, and, and yeah, the four months of experiences I had in in which uh, I I was guided to read the Bible in a very dif- different way. Upside down. Sorry. Was it upside down? No, I was just made made to see that it was a, a script that was set in in seven cycle seven acts in the script and that we were in in the sixth of, uh, of those seven acts and i i am made to suppose that, that we're coming to the end of the sixth act and and uh, and that corresponds with the uh, uh, apocalypse story in in the book of revelation and and uh, i I, I'm very optimistic about uh, about the apocalypse. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow! I never thought I'd heard those words in that order. Well, it's, it's Babylon, and I, I, I see Babylon as Baby London, and uh, Babylon. Sorry. Sorry. It's, she's describing your call. Baby London. Uh, baby Lonnie Donegan. <laughs> It's a little baby that does skiffle. Oh, <laughs> oh, look at Babylon and Donegan. No, I'm just really made. I reckon the lines all fine off. <laughs> I'm trying to do a baby Lonnie Donegan, Babylon and Donegan, but it's difficult. Did you hear the Archbishop of Canterbury today getting involved in. in, in uh... Yeah, he said rich people should pay more tax, and then people were going, oh, shut up, vicar. And it's like, well, isn't that what Jesus said? Yes. Rich, rich people should, should pay more taxes, he's saying. Yes, uh, it's like, yes. Yeah, but I, I, yeah. I, I'm being made to imagine a future oh, where, where, where nobody has to pay any taxes. But we all get, but we all get free money. Where's that going to come from? Where does money come from anyway? It's, it's all created out of nothing, and, 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 and then 
interest is charged on it to 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 distribute it to people and organizations so so the the whole system has to collapse the whole economic system will collapse but but a, a phoenix will rise out in out your of in your the, fantasy no, it's not a fantasy. Well, it is a fantasy. This is what you keep saying. It's, it's yeah, not... but it, but it, well, it, but it literally is a fantasy. But well, I don't understand. I don't understand why you get so offended at the word fantasy. My fantasy is that I lead a happy life and that my kids grow up to be wonderful human beings, and I'm eternally proud of them. And maybe I fall in love and 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 you know die on. Um, uh, a mountain as an old person watching the sunset. That's a fantasy. But yeah, but maybe maybe part of your fantasy is that your your kids could grow up in a world of wonders. No, 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 not at all. I don't want them growing up in a world of wonders. Because, why, why on earth? But, but I don't understand why you get so upset at the word fantasy. Well, the fantasy is a great word. Um. Maybe maybe it is, but it's not describing what what I I'm talking about. Is I, I you are describing a fantasy. I have been shown a, a vision which I, I'm trying to share, and it's a very simple vision, and no nobody could put up a, a sensible argument against creating a. a a loving God to look after all of us and 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 uh, and, and be a one-world government and and guarantee that n- no nobody on this planet can ever be poor. Who 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 can who can put up uh, anything against creating that that virtual intelligence to 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 run a world of wonder what do you mean who could put anything up against it i i could it's 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 um it's a nice fantasy it's a nice fantasy but yeah but, but, it's a nice but, fantasy but, 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 but it's is, is it not imaginable? Well, it's, it's imaginable as it's an, it's imaginable as is a canary coming out of my bum hole. Everything is imaginable, but it, it, it doesn't everything mean... that exists comes out of imagination, Ian. And, 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 and uh... well, well, no, yeah, but sometimes it's made into a real thing. Yes, within but... forty-two years. Yes, but is is it? So difficult to imagine creating an intelligence that that could could run, well, run a virtual paradise. I'm imagining so. it. Yeah, no, it's not difficult to imagining it to imagine it. But what the question should be: Is it difficult to do it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Why? Well, because... have you done it? I haven't done it. Well, but, then... but, but, I, but I can see, I can see uh, an intelligence being created to run. Okay. Uh, a, a, a London wonder city state, and that London. Okay. Well, that's great. That's great. You've got that is that is a great fantasy you've got. Okay. Cling on to it. Yeah, I'm not, not going to lock anyone's fantasies unless it's you know like kind of fascist stuff. But if people's fantasies. No, but I'm saying if enough people can imagine it, then it then it will happen. No, that's not how science works. How do you mean? If well, enough people can imagine it, then it will happen. Yes. No. No. It, it Sometimes goes, it only takes one person to imagine something for it to happen. All goes back to the nine eleven story in in the Bible, which is chapter eleven in Genesis, and there are nine verses to the story, and it's the story of the 
the Tower of Babel. Do, yeah. do, 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 do you know the story? I, I, I remember it vaguely. Um, what was... Is that the one... Is that the tower where you've got three poles and, like, a pyramid of discs on one and you've got to get them from the number one to number three, but you can't put a bigger disc on top of a smaller disc? That's a Tower of Babel, isn't it? No. What is that, then? I, 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 I'm, I, I, I'm made to suppose that the Tower of Babel is, is the Great Pyramid at, at Giza, and the top is not on that pyramid. So. Tower of Hanoi, I'm thinking of. The Tower of Hanoi is a mathematical game of puzzle. It consists of three rods and a number of discs of different sizes which can slide onto any rod. OK, right. Yeah, but, but the biblical 9-11 story, this is just after Noah's flood. Yes, and, uh, and and it says the people were one and they all spoke okay. one language. I'm not really in the mood for biblical talk tonight. I'm, 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 not, I'm not really digging it, the, bit, the Bible tonight. It just doesn't feel like a Bible kind of night. No, it's just talking about Bibles. when we all spoke the same language and yes. anything we imagined to do, we were able to do. Well, OK. Well, and, well, and, you couldn't uh, drive a car then. Sorry? You couldn't drive a car in, in uh, Bible times. And yet you, you could imagine it, but you couldn't do it. Every, the, <laughs> the, 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 the wisest book in the, in the Bible is the book of Ecclesiastes. I'm still talking about the Bible. I don't, I'm not in a Bible kind of mood, George. It feels like the Bible's killing the Bible. <laughs> Um, OK, but, 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 but I, I, I would just like to try to share a bit of, a bit of revelation, essentially. And, 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 and the, the, other, the other night when I spoke to Catherine, I, I recited a little rhyme and she thought it was morbid and it was ever closer to the end, going round the rainbow bend. My life sentence will soon be over. Looking <laughs> Can you see forward, where I was coming from? <laughs> looking forward to being back in clover with my spirit's guide, my soulmate on the other side. Right. And I do look forward to that. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I do see... Uh, a, a rainbow land destiny for all of us. Okay. And, well, that's uh, a nice fantasy. Yeah, but you wouldn't even play in Jury reciting my rainbow land poetry. Oh, don't get don't get a strop on just because I wouldn't play Ian Jury doing a. Po- I hate poetry on the radio. Don't get mardy because of that, George. Come on. No, you would have some sort of exclusive to. to, to well, to, it's not because well, it's online. And, and just, I don't buy. That's not the kind of exclusive I want. And and just. Let me share my vision of We what do! I, we what? let you share your fantasy every night! I don't want to play Ian Jury reciting a poem! It's got a bit of musical background. Oh, in that case, maybe. Listen, thank you, George. <laughs> I, pre- I always enjoy the calls, and I appreciate the calls, and you're a good sport. Thank you. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We'd like to do a brand new song for you now. It's from a brand new Broadway musical called Les Miserables. And it's a very special song. I want to be the one to introduce it to you. There was a time 
When girls were kind, when their voices were soft and their words inviting. There was a time when love was blind and the world was a song and that song was exciting. There was a time it all went wrong. I dreamed a dream in time gone by when hope was high and life worth living. song needs an oh yeah but life can't kill the dream I dreamed what a song I'd go wild for this shiz. Wild! 
Someone has just... Um, do we acknowledge this or... All right, all right. We'll acknowledge this once, right? Just because someone has just sent me a screenshot. <laughs> oh, man. We'll acknowledge this once, and then we never acknowledge this again. All right, Catherine? Going on. Someone sent me a, squ- a screenshot of... Um, uh, what's her name? Jam Bonnie. And what they've been... She's been saying on Twitter. Y- you need to get help, love. Oh, here comes chocolate. Y- you need to get help. Yeah. Seriously. Right. She's blocked Kath. Blocked me. I've, we've blocked her. But she's apparently still talking to us. Someone just sent me a thing. She's been talking to us for, for weeks. <laughs> weeks. Calling me out as a hypocrite for having Holly on. Um, claiming that she snuck into a show that we did at the weekend when she didn't. I mean, that is... Here's the thing, right? I genuinely, having seen that, genuinely unsettles me. Genuinely unsettles me. I don't really get bothered by people on Twitter because normally they're nuts and they send you a bit of abuse and then they go. But that is that is actually a level I haven't seen before of um, sexual attraction. I don't know what it is, but certainly obsession. Um, I make it very clear I'm not interested, um, and that is actually quite scary. Genuinely, it unsettles me. Um, so we won't be acknowledging it again. Certainly won't be looking again. Um, I wish you the best of luck in your life. And but people that use Twitter, could you stop copying us into yeah. conversations you're having? Because we can't see what, what, what they're saying anyway. And we're I'm not interested. Really not interested in, in what she's got to say at all. Um, it just makes me very... It makes me feel... Um, that my, it, it makes me feel unsafe. There we go. That's a, that's a diplomatic way of putting it. What I've just read makes me feel unsafe. Uh, we won't be acknowledging her again, so we won't be looking at her again. And, uh, man alive, Twitter, huh? Twitter. Although Twitter was very nice to me. I had a bit of a tough day today, and we might go into that in a little bit. We might go into it. And Twitter was very, very nice to me today, as it can be. Is there a pube on my cup? It's not mine. Oh, why? Oh... Let oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's kick off the the second hour with a high with a high energy phone call from Sean. Hello, Ian. Hello, female pal. Hello, male caller. Uh, so a couple of things. Uh, the first thing. Um, so I was leaving my flat today, and there was some music playing from one of the other flats down the corridor. Yeah. So I caught a few seconds of it, and I opened the list. I got in the list. And as I sort of, like, remembered what they were playing, I sort of started smiling and laughing to myself. And I was thinking, why am I laughing at this song? Something is triggering in my mind about it. Was it the Pina Colada song? (sighs) Do you know what? If that was playing, I'm sure that would have been why I was laughing, but it was something else. Go on. Um, And then I remembered about two minutes afterwards, I think I remember what it was. Hang on a second, hang on a second. Kath, just open the the chocolate bar. Instead of trying to do it slowly, just do it. It's breaking breaking and falling into my mouth. Sean is telling me uh, a good story, and Mm. you're ruining it with your rudeness. Carry on. Shut up. He's a great caller. All right, we'll not have you dissing the callers. Yes, Sean, please, I apologise. That's all right, that's all right. Um, and then about two minutes later, it sort of occurred to me, and this was about a year ago. Um, do you remember? I think it might have been. Hang Catherine on a minute. Called in. Hang on a minute. From. You're opening another packet. Look at that tiny Twix. I know. Bastards. Right. Sorry, Sean. It's all yours. Go. It's all right. We, 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 get, we can wait for Cass if that's easier. Or yeah. he's eating on air, not me. Could take some time, mate. So no, we'll just we'll just go. We'll just go with it. Come on. Go on tell us a story. Right. Tell Dad! us a story. <laughs> Don't take the Mickey out of the callers because you think they got boring stories. I never Dad, said that. I'll let you into a little secret. I'll let you into a little secret. 
They've all got boring stories. I couldn't care less I about think, any of no, them. But it, fills, it, it fills three hours. I don't think it's boring. Th- I want to know what this tune, this, this smiley on. tune was. Come on, Sean. Yeah, so it was basically um, Breaking the Law by Judas Priest. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I'm sure somebody called in trying to pick it up and you just thought, yeah, this is the lyric. uh, Oh, isn't the lyric just about them not being very naughty at all? Pretty much. Uh, let's, Let's find it. Breaking the Law... Judas kicking Priest. Kicking the bins, kicking the bins. It's, it's, that, it's all that. Here we go, here we go. So these are the lyrics. Right. Throwing a crisp, throwing a crisp. So, I mean, it's a great, it ro- it's a song, it rocks. Here we go. There I was completely wasting out of working down. He's a drifter from town to town. Hobo. Tough guy. What's he going to do? How? Okay, so he's, he's a drifter. He's a little bit suicidal. Life is boring. Life is dull. And they've all been there, so he's going to break the law. How is he going to do that? Let's find out. scan the lyrics. I don't think he actually describes any illegal activities in there. He's just saying that he's, he's annoyed with life and so he's going to break the law. What a waste of opportunity that is. If you're going to title a song Breaking the Law, at least give some examples of how right. you would do that. He's clever. Very, very clever. Can't pin it on him. Can't be done. We can't do him. We can't do him for anything. If he's in there like... I break, but I murdered somebody and I smashed a car. I stole a Mars bar and I um, whatever he's doing, right? All oh, right, we'll have it. Right? But I believe, Mister Priest, um, that you murdered somebody, you stole a car, and you stole a Mars bar, and you drew a comical penis on the wall. Yeah, well, you're arrested. But now, now the police go up to to him and say, Mister Priest, you're under arrest. What for? Breaking the law. What did I do? Oh. They can't get him, Sean. Very, very clever. These heavy metal bands. Very clever. Maybe being vague was the best policy for that team. I think so. I think it's the way forward. Sean, thank you very much for that. 0344 499 This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344. Shots fired. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. Um, no phone calls for the first time. Oh, here we go. This is what I'm going to ask. We'll do a serious news story now, if you don't mind. Um, so, so the the whole Novichok thing, right? I don't really know much about it. I've not been following it. But so um, Theresa May has come out today and said, right, we know it is. It's these two guys. We've got photographic evidence. We've got video evidence. Surveillance. Um. And it's these two guys, and they flew into Gatwick. They stayed in a hotel, I think, in Stratford or in East London. They took a day trip to Salisbury, sussed it out, went back to their hotel, then went to Salisbury the next day. And do you know how they administered the poison? Yes. Go on. A bottle of Nina Rishi. Yeah, but how did they administer it? Ah. Didn't they put it on the door? They sprayed the front door with the perfume. Then I guess they chucked the perfume, which is how those poor souls found it a few weeks later, leading to the death of the woman, which is why it's being called murder. Because um, it's murder. Um... So, and I, I kind of buy that narrative, right? But then loads of people 
you know, the the people, first of all, the shills that are, uh, uh, that are paid to stroke one off for, for Putin whenever he, you know, the, the, the failed journalists and failed radio presenters that do little podcasts in their pants. And, you know, the only way they can earn 25 quid is by selling out their country. So those people, um, some conspiracy theorists online, and actually quite a few people are going, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe it's the Russians. Now, I don't really have any strong feelings either way. I t- always tend to... Be- 0344 499 if you want to give us a call on this. I know it's not the kind of thing we normally talk about, so I'm not expecting the phone lines to, to, to go crazy. But I tend... I was listening to Eddie Mayer today, because he's now on LBC. I thought I'd have a little listen to that. And, you know, it wasn't... It didn't feel right. And then I listened to PM, and without Eddie Mayer, it, it didn't feel right. I think everyone loses in that situation. But So I listened to it for a few minutes. Uh, and I tend to buy the narrative put out by the, the by the government. And then someone phoned up and said, "Right, I don't believe it." Right, and they're all, they're all citing that a bit of Novichuk was found in the hotel room again. If they were professional spies, why would the Novichuk be found there? They'd be better than that. And then I heard an, an expert say, "Look, they're not James Bonds, no. right? They, they they don't earn that much money, and they're not very bright." Also, if you're going to have some two people handling something like that you're not that bothered about those two people no so so about that but the guy that called in and said he didn't buy it said look what about the birmingham six and the guildford four right we were told for decades in some cases that though you know the birmingham bomb and the guildford bomb, that those people had done it it was definitely them there was evidence and we were told by the government and by the police it was them and it wasn't them it wasn't them. We were lied to. At best, it was a mistake. At worst, we were lied to. And we know it happens that um, sometimes, you know, maybe the evidence is not quite as clear-cut and someone will go. Sometimes sometimes it happens that um, they'll just pin loads of crimes on one person just to, you know, whatever reason. And so this person saying, what about the Birmingham Six? And it got me thinking, oh, yeah, maybe... Just maybe this government narrative isn't right. And I don't, honestly, I don't know. Does I that don't mean know. we disbelieve every no, single... No, 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 but hang on a second. Let me just finish this thought. Maybe the government narrative isn't right. Maybe they've managed to fill in a few blanks that aren't there. Or maybe it it just, you know, it makes them look good at a time... When um, when Brexit is going tits up and it is it's a car crash for Theresa May at the moment and and with Boris Be- uh, Boris um, not Boris Becker what's his name Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson um, the MP for Uxbridge yapping at her heels wanting to be Prime Minister and um, uh, all of these things are going on that she needs a really good positive thing she needs a good positive thing to say I did this. And so she comes out and says, we know who it was. We know exactly who it was who did this. And these are the two people. And also she's in a great position because we're never going to get a chance to question those people. They will never come. We don't have extradition with Russia. They're never going to come over here. So she can never be proved wrong. She can't be proved wrong. So she comes out when everything is falling and failing and she's looking awful and Brexit is, is a car crash and all of this stuff. And goes, ah, but the one good thing I did, remember? I, we, under my reign, I found out, we found out who uh, the Novichuk uh, um, agents were and we named them and we can, uh, we can get them. So I just, and I know it's, we don't normally kind of dwell into this kind of thing, but 
And Jonathan's in prison, so he can't phone in. But, unless he smuggled a tiny phone up his bum. But! Finish the thought, boy! But! Um, if you are one of these people that um, doesn't buy into the narrative that is out there, could you give me a call and let me know why? It would be great. 0344 499 1000. It would be great if you had some evidence to back it up. But I suspect... Can you go into the aircon switched off now? This is its new thing. Could you switch it on? Because it's, it's going to be about 33. Feel a sweat forming. There we go. I suspect that a lot of these, what we call conspiracy theories, alternate worldviews, there is very little evidence to back them up, and it's, it's simply looking at the, the current evidence from a slightly different angle. So if anybody does... Not by what Theresa May said. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You know as well. You can call in about anything. Oh, uh, I've been talking to the police today. Barking and Dagenham Police. Was it Bill? It was Bill from Barking last night. Phoned in to say there was a body hanging from a crane in uh, Barking, and we looked at the pictures and we weren't sure. If it was, or um, it, it, what it was. Couldn't really tell. He was convinced, wasn't he? He was convinced. Well, if we go to the... It's on the, the Sun Online. So let's have a little... Oh, uh, here we go. And I think I might know a little bit more than the Sun does. Unless they've got it in there. Oh, no, we have. They sent, sent the same thing. So, uh, this, this is the moment. A man was seen dangling from a crane outside a busy London tube station last night. It was a man. It was definitely a man. Commuters were left horrified when they spotted the man swinging while suspended hundreds of feet in the air. There were fears he had hanged himself um, on the building site next to Barking Underground Station in East London. One shock witness wrote, we don't know if the person is dead or alive. Another added, there is a man hanging from a crane in Barking. I have no words. Unsettling footage of the man appears to show him dangling helplessly in midair with seemingly no way to free himself. However, he was later revealed to be a photographer and urban explorer who had scaled the crane to get bird's-eye views of uh, the city. And that's what the police said to me in... um, They sent me a little message. He has claimed he is an... This is the police now. He has claimed he is an urban explorer up there taking photos. When he came down, he was detained and searched and was in possession of item that may back this up. However, it's still an ongoing investigation. If you're, and this is where we get to help the uh, old Bill. If your callers have any information, please pass it on to at MetCC via our website or call 101. Uh, so it was a bloke up there. So Bill was right in some ways in that it was a um, bloke up there. But he was wrong in that, that it was a dead bloke and that the police were trying to cover it up. That was his weird... Um, Around the same time, there was also a car accident, and they don't know whether it's related at this point. Um, you know, someone looking up, maybe. Possibly. Could be someone looking up. You never know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. I'm trying to find. Um, so you know, Elon Musk called the guy that rescued one of the guy that, that helped rescue one of the first people to find the um, Thai football team 
in the um, the cave cavern cave. He called um, Elon Musk the billionaire. Called him a pedo on Twitter. Said, "Oh, he's a pedo." Ask him what he was doing out in Thailand. And then everyone called out Elon Musk, and Elon Musk went, "Okay, well, I'm sorry if I caused any offence." His apology wasn't great. And then about a week ago, he started sort of saying the same thing again. Someone, Elon Musk tweeted something and someone said, yeah, that's almost as bad as calling a hero a pedo. And he wrote, well, you've really got to ask yourself what he was doing out there. And started libeling him again. Well, now he's doing, there's more. In July... Musk accused cave rescuer Vernon Unsworth of paedophilia after Unsworth questioned the Tesla CEO's involvement in the rescue of a youth soccer team trapped in a Thailand cave. He built a little submarine. Yeah. He later apologised. However, in a series of emails sent to BuzzFeed news reporter Ryan Mack on Tuesday, Musk renewed those claims, adding that he hopes Unsworth sues him. So um, we, we click on this Ryan Mack story. In a new email, Elon Musk... Go away, pop-ups. Accused a cave rescuer of being a child rapist and said he hopes there's a lawsuit. So let's read this. Tesla, Tesla CEO Elon Musk. 0344 Tesla CEO Elon Musk has renewed his attacks against a British man who played a key role in the rescue of a youth soccer team trapped in a flooded cave in Thailand. Musk last month apologised for accusing Vernon Unsworth of paedophilia after the diver questioned the value of Musk's contribution to the rescue, a small submarine. But in a series of emails to BuzzFeed News, Musk repeated his original attacks on Unsworth and made new and specific claims, lambasting the rescuer as a child rapist who had moved to the Southeast Asian country to take a child bride. Unsworth denied Musk's accusations through his attorney. Though Musk prefaced one email with off the record, BuzzFeed News did not agree to that condition of the correspondence. Per common journalistic practice, a conversation is off the record only if both parties agree to the terms. It's true. You agree with that? Yeah, yeah is that don't true? tell a journalist anything you don't want them to print. Just standard. BuzzFeed News first emailed Musk last Wednesday to ask for comments regarding a legal threat made by Unsworth lawyer in August after the Tesla CEO renewed his apparently evidenceless criticism of the rescuer in a Twitter argument the day before. Musk responded without addressing the substance of the legal threat. BuzzFeed News followed up twice, once on Wednesday and once on Thursday, and Musk responded with two separate emails. I suggest... I don't know how he speaks like. I imagine it's like like this... I suggest you call people you know in Thailand, find out what's actually going on, and stop defending child rapists, you effing asshole, Musk wrote in the first message. How very professional. He's an old single white guy from England who's been traveling to or living in Thailand for 30 to 40 years, mostly Pattaya Beach, until moving to Chiang Rai for a child bride who was about 12 years old at the time. That's very specific. That is very, very specific. As for this alleged threat of a lawsuit, which magically appeared when I raised the issue, I effing hope he sues me, he added. It's unclear why Musk believes the allegations against Unsworth or what evidence he has to support them. Musk did not provide proof of his claims to BuzzFeed News, and BuzzFeed News could not verify any of the claims after reporting on Unsworth's background. 
The Tesla CEO's continued campaign against Unsworth offers a glimpse into the new ability of some of the world's wealthiest and most powerful figures to directly attack private citizens who cross them and will test the capacity of traditional legal tools against them. Um, OK. Um, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. Um, it's got a long-term girlfriend over there. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. I mean, it's just incredible, the arrogance of the man. Well, and people on Twitter are suggesting that really this smacks of racism, that the fact that you would only go over there for, for that. Um, Simon Day, of course, uh, the guy who uh, is uh, part of the um, Paul Whitehouse's crew on the fast show and all that, he tweeted earlier on, Here's some reasons to go to northern Thailand. The jungle, the beef and whole garlic curry, the people, the smell of lemongrass and petrol at the airport, the hills in the distance, the scousers selling jungle jaunts, the night market, the freedom. Uh, <laughs> man alive. 0344 499 1000. Quiet on the calls. I've not said... All it is, I've got to say the right combination of words yeah. and, and you'll call in. That's all I've got to do. If only I could think what those words were. Ah! If you call in, we'll give you cash. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, Phil says, Judas priests do mention the crimes they commit in breaking the law. You just have to play it backwards. (laughs) The crimes include scrumping for apples, heavy petting in the swimming pool, walking on the grass in the park and nicking pick and mix from the sweet shop. Thank you very much indeed. We don't encourage any of those things. We do not encourage any of those things. Don't kick the bins. Um, so who is, what is a vaginal egg? Right. Tell me what, tell me what a vaginal egg is. Gwyneth Paltrow was flogging these things. Uh, Jade, I think they were made of, and there was another one was made of uh, rose quartz, right? And they're heavy, solid, egg-shaped stones. My mum used to have... Yes, so did my mum, and I'm wondering where they all are now. What what were they, right? My my mum had, like, a big basket, and there must have been 25 of these, like, what are they, stone china? Mm -hmm. China eggs, and they were all painted different colours. Some were very ornate. Some were kind of like green, turquoisey, or as I like to say, turquoisey. Some were red. But big, but like a, um, a, a basket of them. My mum's were all like, well, jade sort of colour. Jade, yeah. I, I, what was what was that? I think that was just the, the 80s. What were the... What, where, I've got no idea where they came Probably from. Probably Habitat. Mm-hmm. In those days. Could be Habitat. Richard, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. So, Gwyneth Paltrow um, has this... No, no, no. Who? Gwyneth Paltrow. Nope. Paltrow? Yeah. Yeah, I would say Paltrow. Okay. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth. um... You say Bath, so you say Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow goes to Bath. Gwyneth Paltrow's in Bath. All. Al. All. Well, whatever. Gwyneth. Would you say say Alibaba? Alibaba. There we go. Alibaba. You'd say Alibaba. I would say Alibaba. Alibaba. So, potato, potato. Okay. Same thing, no one right? says, You know no, who we're talking it's about. Not, no one says potato. That's why that song really annoys me. You say tomato, I say tomato. Yeah, fair enough. You say potato, I say... No one says potato. It's not a thing. She was just a lazy rhyme. Anyway, love eggs. Love eggs. They weren't love eggs. No. They jingle, don't they? Vaginal eggs. Do they jingle? Because that's, that's a giveaway. I've heard you walking with them. <laughs> 
I'd be scaring the birds off, wouldn't I? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> love vaginal eggs. Stop me catching them. Um, Goop, the new age lifestyle and publishing company founded by the actor Gwyneth... Paltrow has agreed to pay a substantial settlement over unproven claims about the health benefits of infamous vi- vaginal vaginal eggs. Right, this this woman is obsessed with us like messing about with something that's been working perfectly fine without interference for centuries. Right? Yeah, it self cleans. But sorry, on, but she insists she should be steaming it. I want to look for a vaginal egg. Right? She thinks she should be steaming. You found me. Okay, don't do that. That's <laughs> asking for trouble. <laughs> now. These eggs... Look, she, at them, look at the size of them! She reckoned they would cultivate sexual energy, clear your chi pathways in the body, intensify femininity and invigorate your life force. That's what they're claiming still. But they've been done for claiming that it would, like, regulate your periods and balance hormones and I've, stuff. I've got here uh, three and eggs. And stop your uterus prolapsing. Rose quartz yoni eggs with yoni wanta. I know you what know, you're getting... You know, because yoni is a, is a posh word for your fanny. Is it? Mm. I've never heard that. Yeah, I think it's like a, like a, like a yoga-type word. That was my nickname at school, Yoni. <laughs> Yoni, where's your trick? I'm going to get you uh, this for Christmas. It is The Yoni egg is an egg-shaped, natural, semi-precious gemstone. It is inserted in the vaginal canal to aid strength, health, and something else that it doesn't say on here. Yeah, don't. I'm going to get you some from Etsy. No. What? Etsy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that next to it? That's the wand. That's the vaginal wand. Or maybe what? it's the anal wand. Are they all supposed to go in at the same time? No. I was going to say. I'm uh, not a pen tidy. By inserting the egg into the vagina and squeeze... <laughs> if, you, if you stand on your head, you... <laughs> by inserting the egg into the vagina and squeezing the vaginal muscles as though you were trying to stop the flow of urine, then releasing, this helps strengthen, tighten, tones and cultivate sexual energy oh, in the yoni. Alternatively... Hang on, hang on. Don't put anything up that's not supposed to be there and just do the squeezing thing. Balancing the yin-yang energy of the fanny. <laughs> small is for women who have mastered the larger medium and now have the muscular strength to control small yoni egg. Rose quartz works deeply to open up and balance your heart chakra. It represents <laughs> eternal and unconditional love, and it carries a feminine goddess energy of compassion, peace, and healing. Um, flipping it. Uh, this is this is getting me horny. You uh, stick it up your vagina. I will do. I w- I'd love. To, I would love to. This is why um, I dream of being a lady. God. Everyone's given it five stars. What's a load of old rubbish? So she's got... But why is she in trouble for saying it, because it wasn't, kills your periods? Because she, she was saying it sort of... You know, she was making health-specific health claims right. rather than just saying, well, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, OK. She's um, not, I mean, she didn't invent them. OK, well, I, I guess... The, the, I am wondering where my mum's put hers. The the natural follow-on phone-in from that is, what have you put inside you? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, And I've, I'm being non gender non-specific there. Guys as well as gals. Richard's on the line. Good evening, Richard. Good evening, you all right? Pick up the phone, mate. I got it, got it. There we go. Thank you, man. What have you got for us tonight, Richard? Uh, it's last night. I ran up my eyes, my eyes with tablets. Oh, yes! Oh, it's Richard! You were going to the hospital to get some tablets that have finally been approved. What happened? Uh, I've got to wait four months to, to make a decision. Oh. So I've got, I'm going to go on the internet and get 107 quid for a month to apply. Hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. So you've got to wait, that, what, so what did the doctor say? Crazy, yeah. I'm going, on the, going to go on the internet and get the same thing. I'll try myself, 107 quid for a month to apply. Okay, but are you saying that the hospital 
uh, w- want you to go... What? Got away four months again. <laughs> it's been 22 years already. Why, why did they say you've got... Why, why did they say you've got to wait four months? I don't know. <laughs> they must have given you... Well, you, went, you went in and sat in with the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, it's, he, it's, he I said... I four months to see... I've got to see a professor, a neurologist. So I said, no, I've got to go back in four months, yeah. But uh, I can get off the internet for 107 quid for a month to fly, so I'm going to try that. Oh, man, buying... <sighs> buying stuff, uh, p- pills off the internet, that's a dangerous uh, game dangerous to play. Bit. You don't know what you're going to get, man. No, 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 it's dangerous, but... I think it's a reputable company, but hopefully it is. Well, you, here's the thing, right, and I'm not... I, I, I am telling you not to do it, yeah. but I am sure there must be loads of people out there that buy medicines yeah. off line hmm. because they can't get it on the NHS. They can't yeah, yeah, get yeah. it from their GP or their local hospital, so yeah. they go online and get it. I don't know what... Do, what, do you get these medicines from abroad? Uh, it's in it's, it's England, Commoner. From England. Leeds, I think it is. Well, maybe they get it. Maybe they get it from abroad. I remember years ago when Viagra... Well, like on the, the I remember when Viagra came out and it was, <laughs> yeah. like, and it was like, let's get some <laughs> Viagra. Let's have a, we- let's have a weekend. <laughs> And I, and I ordered, and this jiffy bag of, like, Viagra turned up, and... Uh, but that was when I was shoving anything in... in it's all about things you put inside you. Man, alive. Uh, it should be all right, though. It should, it's it should. Comedy. It's from Leeds. It's... Oh, it's from Leeds, is it? Oh, well, it should be all right, then, if it's from Leeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, you, we... It's a quid for 30 months to supply. Yeah. So I want to try it, if it works. Here's, okay. here's my theory. Oh, wait another four months. It... If it's going to work. This is what... This is what they why want. Make, why are they making me wait in the four months? Do you know what I mean? Because they're hoping you'll you'll go away and pay for it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Or you'll yeah. walk in front of a bus. One <laughs> of, of those things. Um, okay, listen, man. I've got to say, uh, you know, be, don't buy stuff. St- I know it's not gonna. You're not gonna listen to me, but I have to say, don't buy drugs off the internet. Be careful, man. Um, but let us know how it goes. Yeah, we'll do. All right, cheers, then. All right, cheers, mate. Bye, bye. See you bye. Um. Yeah, bought a load of Viagra off the internet back in the day when I was shoving anything inside me that I could get. Um, and it was legit. It was legit stuff. It did, did the trick. Um, but um, there must be a little bit more to it than that. You've got to wait four months. What's that about, isn't it? It feels like they're putting him on ice again. Doesn't it just? Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah, did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand Monday to Friday. Um, we've got a couple of shows coming up. One is in Brighton in a couple of weeks. It's sold out, but we're going to try and book one in Brighton for March uh, of next year. Um, and maybe we'll try slightly see if we can find a slightly bigger venue. It's a great venue there, the Carolina yeah, Brunswick. I do like it. There's a great, good vibe. Great vibe. Great venue. But um, we sell it out. Maybe we could try. I'll have a look. This is my plan. Friday is to have a look. Uh, Bath, we are at the Rondo Theatre in November. 60% of tickets gone already. 
ianlee.com slash event. I've also got um, the gentleman that does my website is going to, after Kath's suggestion, is going to get a little mailing list up and running, which you'll be able to sign up to soon. I'll let you know, and you'll get updates and things like that. Uh, We've also got a show in London on December the 9th. But we've not, I've not even put the tickets on sale for that yet. And we're hopefully going to go back to Glasgow next March. They've sent me a couple of dates. Oh, good. So we need to look at dates. Um, and we'll do the same thing, do like an e- early evening, late afternoon kind of show. And also, December the 2nd, I'll talk about this a bit closer to time, but I'm going to be, is it Yorkshire we're, uh, we're going to? The Reese Dinsdale. Oh, right, yes, thing. it is Yorkshire. Uh, we're going to go to a screening of, I'm hosting a screening of Threads with uh, Reese Dinsdale. Um, a, a fantastic little um, sort of art centre place, and uh, December the second tickets, and then there'll be a Q and A at the end. I'll be doing a Q and A with Reese, and um, you've never seen Threads. You're going to come up for it. Yeah, I think it, I will. It'll be it'll be fun. Maybe we can see. I, I think it's on a Sunday actually. Uh, maybe we can. I don't know. Maybe yeah, we'll December second, uh, the Square Chapel in Halifax. Halifax. I guess that's a Sunday, isn't it? The second. Uh-huh, yeah. I think. Okay. Well, maybe we'll see if we can. Maybe go up the night before and, and do like a game of tag or do something. Do something that the listeners can kind of get involved in. Maybe we do a rabbit hole up there the day before. It's an idea. Let me speak to the venue. Let me speak to the venue because maybe we can do something there the day before. I don't know. I don't know, but it looks like a great venue. Um, but imagine that watching Threads for your first time with the star of it. Spoiler alert, he dies. Oh! Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, everybody dies. <laughs> it's grim, man. But that's going to be... Um, <laughs> Reese was tweeted about it, and I retweeted and went, yeah, it should be a right laugh. And he said, yeah, probably best not to do it for a first date. <laughs> that's going to be great fun. I can't wait for that. 0344 499 1000. In fact, I should list that one on my website. I'll do that tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Evening, Paul! Ah, oh, Ian Cass, you're looking lovely tonight. You dirty boy! That's a smashing blouse you had on at the weekend, Cass. Thank you. Oh, oh, thanks. This guy's. This guy's. He knows creepy. all the lines. This guy's. You look like a like a, like a human My Little Pony crossed with a rainbow. Beautiful. That's exactly <laughs> the look I was going for. <laughs> what the Ian? hell? Yes. I've got a complaint to make, I'm afraid. Oh, you OK, down. you've come through to the complaints uh, quarter. Yeah. Uh, every Wednesday night between 11.46 <laughs> and midnight, it's complaints quarter. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Away you go, sir! Um, you've let Kath down. Oh. You've let your wonderful producer down. Hang you've on, let hang on, hang on. I, I, I'm, they're one and the same person. Hang on a minute, I don't have I, a I wonderful... I don't... Are you saying Sam is the producer? No, no, Kath's the producer. Okay. I don't know that, actually. Du- du- double letdown. Yeah, you're right. She's mm. you've, you've let all the listeners down and you let me down and what's all you let yourself down. I'm going to punch you down in a minute. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, I'll, I'll grab you by the ghoulies if you try and punch me. Ooh, oh, cheeky! He knows the technique. Pop them Viagra! Yeah. Hey, I want to grab you by the ghoulies then. Yeah. <laughs> you've just done a five-minute segment on la- on Lady Gardens. Yeah. And where was George Galloway shouting Fanny all the way through it? Oh, you let yourself you, down. You, no, mate. You're so, you're so childish. No. You, yeah. I, I tell you, I tell you what you are. What am I? I will tell you exactly what you are when I get. You the, tell me. Hang on a minute. I've got you to tell mute, me, boy. I've got to mute that. Hang on. I'm going to tell you. I can't mute that. I'm going to pause that. Turn the volume up there, and then I'm going to go. Apparently, this was still on YouTube. You are a. <laughs> you are a fan. You're a cheeky monkey. Wow. Anyway, when's Kath getting the show back? So it's much better without but you. This guy's, a, this guy's rude, a jerk but off. True. I mean, this guy's, you're a jerk what? off. He's a jerk off. Everybody's a jerk off. Wow. 
hate jerk-offs. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Ignoring that. I'm going to go get my jacket because it's freezing in here now. now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Roxanne Pallet, right? Um, it, it, here's, here's my prediction. It's all going to work out all right for her. Six months, at tops, it'll work out all right for her. And somehow, she will become the nation's sweetheart. I've just got a feeling, because we're Brits, and we like to forgive. So I've just got a feeling that she's going to turn around, turn things around. Um... Uh, Roxanne Pallet has lost two big money jobs after her controversial stint in Celebrity Big Brother. Viewers were fuming after the Emmerdale actress claimed she'd been battered by actor Ryan Thomas during a play fight. Her claims sparked 25,000 complaints to Ofcom from fans who were livid Ryan had been accused of women beating. Woman beating. Her bosses at Minster FM, where she presented the breakfast show with Brem Fry, Fry, have now ditched the most hated woman in Britain. She also waved goodbye to her panto job as Cinderella in this year's production at the Pomegranate Theatre in Chesterfield. Uh, um, uh, Minister FM boss, listen to this, this is damning. Bridget Davis said Roxanne will not be returning to Minster FM. She said to Emma last night on the interview she was going to go and take some time out to reflect and address some issues. We hope that goes well for her and that she gets the help and support that she needs. Might be getting it from us. A statement from the Panto producer says Roxanne Pallet has decided to step down from her upcoming role as Cinderella. Telehost Jeremy Vine revealed he feared Roxanne would attempt suicide if he was too tough interviewing her. He said, I- I'm sitting here thinking she could take her life tomorrow and we've got all these people carrying pitchforks, probably want her to die. But it's not pitchfork journalism. Now, here's the thing. Right? Before she went into the jungle... She filmed another show, another reality show, Bear Grylls Celebrity Island, which starts, I think, in a week or two, because I've seen some trailers for it. Sunday it starts. Disgraced Roxanne uh, will return to TV on Sunday night. What terrible timing for her. What great timing for Celebrity Island with Bear Grylls. Great timing for those guys. They must have been rubbing their hands with glee. The CBB staff filmed Celebrity Iron with Bear Grylls earlier this year. And just like her drama queen antics in the CBB house, she drove her fellow islanders mad with her behaviour. Hollywood actor Eric Roberts, one of the stars stranded on the aisle with her, soon got fed up after she stripped down to a bright pink bikini while everyone else, else was in jungle gear. She began shouting, I've turned into some Amazonian ninja woman. I just don't care how I look anymore. Dark Knight actor Eric asks, are you saying that to us or to the camera? And apparently I read in another paper that she leaves after five days. She'll turn it round. Six months' time, tops. By Christmas, she'll be the nation's sweetheart. People have short memories, don't they? She will turn it round. She will turn it round. I've got faith in her. And also, Ryan is going to be all right. In fact, his career... Is going to take off. Yes, uh, he'll he'll sort her out. He'll he'll um, he'll embrace her publicly and say he forgives her. It'll turn everything around. Everyone's hearts will be melted. He'll tell everyone to go easy on her. They'll do an interview together. Here's here's my prediction. They'll get a spin-off show together. Oh God, really? Yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how these things work. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Andy. Hey, Ian. How you doing, man? Very well, Andy. What have you got for us tonight? 
and evening to you, Kath. I, I'm, I'm angry. Oh, you go and on. it's it's very rare that I get angry. Yes. Very, very rare. Yeah, See, I've, I've, I've lowered my voice into the angry zone now. Is he in the ang- He's in the Neil Diamond. Oh, yeah, Les Miserables. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Neil Diamond. What the hell was that? That was brown noise. <laughs> Jeez. That's, that's, that's bordering on my Billy Thor impression from the set. Hello, Ian. I want to play a game. Uh, hang, on, anyway. hang, on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. No one goes deeper than me. Hang on, not on my own show. Hang on. <clears throat> uh, okay, so you can make the deepest note, and it's going to be so deep, okay. we can't even say what. I'll go first. Hang on, I'm warming up. Hang on. Go on, man. I'm diving into it. Beat that. It's higher. That's higher, but louder. He's louder. What he's doing is he's doing it louder and gruffer. That was higher, uh, wasn't it? Uh, well, in that case, do you want to hear my tingle impression? No, hang on a minute, because I want I want I want verification. Who got the lower noise? Well, it's not, not from not right. asking you. You're the other competitor, <laughs> Catherine. I think it. I think. I think it was Andy, wasn't it? Sam. No, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Sam. These are good. No, I got... think Ian got it. Oh, we're going to have to hear it again. Okay. Arm wrestle. Arm wrestle. Cat and Sam. It's the only word. Shut up. Oh. Way on down. Beat that. He's doing it louder and gruffer. That'll be sending the elephants in London go. nuts. Go. Go, boy. Hello, Ian. I want to play a game. Hello. See, I can do that. Hello, Andy. I want to play a game. But I was going deeper than oh, that. Oh, Percy. Please stop doing your Phyllis. <laughs> Put your, put your Phyllis <laughs> away. Oh, he's a sexy man. Who, this isn't... This, you, you, forgetting how important this is. Who did the lower noise? Say I think it. it was me, wasn't it? Shut up. Right, Sam. No, it was you second time. Shut up. Sam, you say it. Yeah, Ian, it's you. And uh, Catherine, it was me. Yes. Thank you very much indeed. I am yeah. the champion. Stick it up your bum. Okay, Andy. You know, now we know that know I'm, the... I'm the best at doing low noises. What point would you like to make, please? Do you know the thing is, though? You, you might have the you might do it with, you might be the best in doing uh, but I bet you can't do the best Pingu impression, can you? Um I don't really know um what Pingu sounds like. That's pretty spot on. This guy's some kind of deviant. Hey, listen. What have you called him for? Like I said, I'm angry. I've got you all excited. I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You come into Sheffield when you were talking about the threads with Reese Dugdale or whatever yes. his name is. Yes. Um, Halifax for threads. What are you doing? Well, no, oh, cause, yeah, no, we're not showing it. In, I know it's set in Sheffield. Yeah. But we are not showing it in Sheffield. Well, it's not, I'm not I'm even showing not, it. I'm not even getting paid for it. I'm just doing it because I said I'd love to do it. So you're going to pop round to mine afterwards <laughs> so we can watch it together, right? No, come to Halifax and watch Threads in a cinema with other people, with the That's star it. of Threads, Reese Dinsdale. As a Sheffielder, I feel like somebody has to be there to represent it. Well, come then. So, and you say it's the 2nd of December? Yes. I'll I'm just not... check my diary. Crying, like you've nothing to do apart from watch a man dump on a coffee table. <laughs> yes, there, there, is, there, there is a reason for me saying that, guys. That's not, that's not just a homophobic slur. There is a, there is backstory. Well, your backstory being the operative <laughs> word. Well, literally. Literally. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, all right, man. But, what? what, uh, what, what? <laughs> Can I ask you a really quick question? Oh, God, yeah. Yes? 
You know, um, you know the Roxanne Pilot thing? Yeah. When you were going in the jungle, yes. did they ever say to you, look, this is the kind of storyline that we've got bordered? Do you think it might all be a storyline where they've gone, if you can make yourself unpopular... No, no they, they, they never mentioned that. that I, don't, I don't think they have... They don't have any like, storylines bordered because they've got no idea what's going to happen. Um, yeah. they, they, did, they did kind of have a chat with me and say... You, you're going to be in the papers and, you know, is there anything you don't want out in the papers because it's probably going to get there? And I sat and had a good, honest chat with the producers about drugs and about uh, my divorce and about all kinds of stuff. And they said, is there anything you don't want in the papers? Um, because if you don't want it in there, don't do this show. And I said, well, I'm not. the divorce is still a bit secret at the moment, but if it gets out, it gets out. And I don't care if the drug stuff gets out. You know, my kids yeah. aren't going to read the, the star or the sun. Um, so it's cool, but no, I don't, none of it is none of you can't storyboard it because no one knew that she was that, that Ryan was going to play fight her and that she was going to make up that she'd been attacked. You see, that's just part of me that thinks that they storyboard a little bit so that if they said to Ryan, "Well, if you do this, you can be the hero," no. but I'm just very cynical. But you're cynical. No, that's, I trust your opinion on mate, that. Uh, having worked on I'm a Celebrity, uh, sorry, having yeah. worked on Big Brother, that is a definite, definite no. Okay. Here's here's a little thing I'll let you in. Occasionally, people would go into the house to set up props and things, and you might see some people there occasionally. And I know that I know that in the series that Ryland was in, he got let out to rehearse for another show. But but there's no storyboarding. Might the diary room steer them in a certain direction? I don't know. I don't know about that. All I know is in the jungle they didn't except to get us to tell what had happened in the day. They would say, so what happened to you in the day? Tell us, yeah. describe what happened. But at no point did they ever say... Um, although, well, they'd ask questions like, so how do, you, how do you feel you're being treated by the others? But that was as leading as it went. They didn't go, do you think Amir is talking about you behind your back? They didn't do any of that. God, that's not storyboarding. Get out! How dare you criticize? Go away! Weirdo! Well, it's got me angry now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Wednesday night show, The Late Night Alternative, um, with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. You can listen on DAB, download the Talk Radio app, or go to talkradio.co.uk. Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock. Busy old show tonight. Um, We've talked about Novichok. We've talked about the dangling man. We've talked about Elon Musk. We've talked about vaginal balls. Um, and that's kind of covered everything, isn't it? I've just seen the most amazing tweet from, uh, the quite interesting, uh, account. Oh, yeah. Only because Danny Baker's commented on it. Yes. The christening cake for the grandson of Louis the Fourteenth used pastry and clockwork to depict his birth through a marzipan vagina. Can we see a photograph of that? Sadly if they no. had clockworks, then they must have had cameras. They must have done, mustn't they? That works. 
You can call in any time you want about anything you want. I've given you a list of stuff that we talked about. Um, Danny Baker DM'd me a, a really good topic yesterday. I'm, I'm not quite sure how we get our head around doing it, because it would involve a little bit of work on your part, dear listener. So why don't I announce it now, and um, we'll see about maybe doing it tomorrow, right? But it involves it involves you having a VHS video recorder... And, um, where is, where is it? Bowls, you're having a VHS video recorder and a load of tapes that you've not been through for years. So Danny tweeted me, Ian, forgive the presumption, but one of these nights, ask if anyone still has any unlabeled VHS tapes and what they think might be on them. If they still have a player, going through the recordings is dynamite. So can we do that tomorrow? So you might have it in the loft or in the garage, or you might still have a VHS under your, your, your telly. You never know. I want to set mine up under my telly, but there's so much. I had to buy a new DVD. I had to buy a new DVD player because the DVD, my DVD player was playing my um, Tim and Eric season two or Green. Oh, so I bought a new DVD player. It's only thirty quid, multi-region, and I, I put the Tim and Eric DVD in, and it played it Green. So that was a waste of money. But I'd lost the remote control for the first DVD player, so I kind of justified it for that. But, um, yeah, I haven't got room under the telly because I've got the Xbox, PlayStation, Hooky Movie Box. I haven't got a Hooky Movie Box. What's that? Who's whistling? Snoopy. Bloody Snoopy, idiot. Um, There's not room for the VHS under there, but I would love to. But so let's, can we do that tomorrow? Um, We might not get any uptake on it, but it'll be fun. So if you've got any unlabeled VHS tapes, just hold them and see if you can sense what is in them. And if you've got a VHS player, we'll scan through them. Uh, We'll do that tomorrow. Um, We talked yesterday about um, McCabe's... What was it called? Angela's Psychic Channel. Oh, gosh. Hang on. I've I've subscribed, so I should be able to find it quite easily. I don't know how I find channels I've subscribed to. Um... Uh, there we go. Subscriptions yeah. on the left. Oh, yeah. McCabe's Paranormal Activities. Oh, hang on. She's done a thing for us. Yeah, I know. I know. Exactly. Ooh. So we'll go. They're quite long, but she's done a tarot reading for me and a tarot reading for Catherine Boyle. Right. Um, fair play. She's got 75 subscribers. Um, the video's quite long. So we'll start with mine. 12 minutes. We won't listen to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my channel. Decided to show you um, this Portrait. Because when you look close up on videos, you look a bit. You don't look. Doesn't look like you. So I, I decided to like, show you that her last um, birthday in two years. <laughs> and um, congratulations. I was quite, quite big. But, well um, done. Get to the tarot reading so for me, Skinny. It just looked like when you close up on videos. I don't like close up videos. <laughs> and, Get some uh, big I trousers out and pull the, pull the waistband. So, Do um, some squats. Um, I want to thank Ian Lee thank you. and Cassian Boyle um, for the um, marketing of my video, of my channel. Absolute pleasure. Get to night. the tarot and, reading. Um, I know Ian Lee don't believe in the cards, but I am going to attempt to give him a reading. Here we go! And Ian Lee, you've got some decisions to make. I've been told that one decision you have to really make. And... Um, it will, it won't affect too many people, but it, it will affect the closest around you. Uh-oh. And I'm going to leave that with you. Because when I've heard you listen, 
I've listened to you for weeks now. You've got it in your voice. Your voice tells you, tells people that you've got something on, else on your mind. Oh, and, 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 and my um, words. I'm going to give you the card reading. OK. So coming over here. We're going over to the card reading. Nice pad she's got, isn't it? Lovely. Quite, quite noisy right. traffic. Yep, shut the window next I, uh, time. Right, I've got a table. And um, there's thank you for um, the two new subscribers. If I'm go, what I'm going to do one day, yeah, um, go write everyone's names out so I know who's who. Just get to the get, get to my reading, Angela um, McCabe. Here we go. I've decided to carry on using the witch's card. My uh, do you mind if I jump forward right, a bit? Um, I wish you would. Something different today. I'm going to take my time. I like recorded videos sometimes. Oh, it's taking the time. Um, right. And it's definitely not a man, Ian. It's a woman. So, Hang on, um, it's getting horny. Hang on, let's go back a bit. <laughs> it's getting horny. It's getting horny. Let's go back a Can bit. I make a suggestion, Angela, if you're listening? Put some lights, put some music on. No, and, don't. And shut can, the window. We can barely hear her anyway. I know. Here we go. I mean, Here we go. That was. Yeah. We thought so. Right. I picked a lovely card for you, um, Ian. It's called The Lovers, and um, I think you've got something to tell everyone. But, um, oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, God, don't! You know, it gave it away last night, I think, but I'm guessing, I'm not guessing, but I know. But at the end of the day, it's up to you guys. You, you want to be together, that's, that's your business, isn't it? Keep it quiet. What the? And I think you two will be good for each other. Who? At this time and moment, and um, you sound happier and the last few months. Who? Yeah, it's Who is been it? difficult for you, but you've, you've kept it together. You, your sense of humour has brought it out on you, it, even when you've got a bad night on on your radio. You you, you just let it all out. Yep. You, why not? Why not? As if she can smell yeah. this studio. The lovers uh, tend to be a good friendship. You've got a good friendship. Um, and it's definitely not a man, Ian. Well, thank God for that! Not losing. You have this really bonding with, with this lady. And, um, What's her name and phone number? And you always have. What's her phone number? And she's close by. Yeah, and I want to take this take this card. It could also also is it be you, Cass? Like I think so, mate. You're close by. Not thought of. Too close. In your circle, <laughs> and there's a lady around you, and there's quite a few people around you that really take care of you, care of you. What we don't see, but it's not our business anyway, as listeners. But I, but I think this card. <laughs> has given it away. So I'll, I'll leave that one with you, yeah? And, um... Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a card with a, with a phone number yeah. on. Here we go. Yeah, that that goes with that. You could give somebody a gift that you love. Um Am I? It's a gift of... Um, thank, it's like a thank you gift. More than anything, you're going to give this lady a gift. And... You, you you take her for granted a little, little bit, and um, but she don't mind because she takes it because she's, she's been with you a long time. So it, she, this 
Actually, I think it is me. I want a present. She takes it because she's been with you a long time? Wow. Your sister. <laughs> that was... Let's have a little bit more. Here we go. Always oh, a pick... Oh, well, the next card... Here we go. This this might be something. I'm lo- sorry, guys. This is very self-indulgent. But I, uh, Jerry, I'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 And then, um... The Empress. <laughs> the Empress. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think someone around you is pregnant. That this lady is. What the <laughs> That escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone from being in love to taking her for granted to getting her pregnant. Well, you gave her a gift. <laughs> Flipping heck! Can I take the present back? To pregnancy. There's a pregnancy on the way. Around this lady. Um, I bloody hope not. She might be taking time off. I wonder. But I'm not going to say anything. You said quite yeah. a lot, Angela. She's pregnant. This lady is very pregnant. Or, or you not? Or you got. Um, but she, I don't know any situation outside of the radio, but this, <laughs> this lady you know well is having a baby. I am not pregnant. So you can tell by the empress. The empress means it's going to be a good, good pregnancy, and it's going to be a boy. What? <laughs> okay. Well, there's my reading that um, that I'm going out with someone. I have been for a long time. That I take her for granted, and I've got a pregnant. <laughs> well. Okay. Now let's 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 go to Cass. Wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if Cass was you're expecting a baby? <laughs> Thank It'd be more you, than Angela. funny, it'd be a bloody miracle. Thank you very much, Angela. That that was very, very kind. This is um let's go to uh to Kath. Oh, the Ouija board's out for you. Uh, you ready? Right. Good afternoon, um, everybody Greetings. all around the world and all that. Anyway, oh, I like um, her, she's great, isn't she? Uh this is especially for Catherine Boyle. Um Turn the Ouija board for you, mate! Oh! Um, <laughs> to my channel and I'll do reading in a bit, yeah. Um, I always do a reading on a video um, for all my news clippers, so what I'll do, I'll write everyone's name, walk a name, box me your name, so I can write it all out. I like to do it properly, like, you know. Thank you, Angela. Um, that's me, I'm afraid. I'm quite full. <coughs> what was that noise? But I just wanted to show... What was that? Rewind it. Board. Did someone just, cr- someone just drop their guts? Um, <laughs> that's me, I'm afraid. I'm quite full. <laughs> like, but I just wanted to show... That was a ghostly farm. From the other this side. Is a Do any of your deceased relatives were they farting? <laughs> yes, my granddad Joe. His granddad Joe's in the video. It sounded just like him. I've got a new one, but if you check one of my Ouija that is a board, sexy Ouija board. My talking spirit is in there, but it's too heavy to, to get out, and it was rather expensive because of the glass. All right. Anybody comes on. Here we go. She's starting. I always get to oh, the bit where she's starting. Any, I could ask it, but people might might accuse me. So um. How got anyone else? But I'll give it a go. And would you like to show yourself to Catherine? She's doing the Ouija board. Catherine, pay attention. Don't look at your computer. Look at this. This is important. No, they won't because they know I think it's bollocks. Too. Can you show yourself? <laughs> oh! Yes, it's pointed to yes. A message for you. Oh! Here comes the message. This is freak. I'll tweet this in a minute. That noise. 
can't see what it's spelling. This is weird, the Ouija board. Oh, that's Peter. Is that my... I don't know if that... Um, Do you know a Peter? <laughs> Do you know a Peter? Yeah. Who's dead? No, he's my oh, dad. He's got Maybe he spelled it wrong. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I will tweet this. This is incredible. So the planchette, the pointer on the Ouija board, is moving entirely by itself. The only thing touching it are Angela's fingers. That's the only thing touching it, and it's moving completely by itself. Well, with Angela's fingers. And Peter, your mm. dad. Yeah. You not, sh- when was not... the last time you spoke to him? Uh, <laughs> he was texting me this afternoon. Or was he? <laughs> well, he's, he's texting Angela now. Okay. I try and keep it like that, but because my hands are quite like heavy. Um, heavy hands. Is that my uncle? What? Your uncle? Do you know Catherine the Boyle? It's gone, to, it's gone to no for uncle. It's gone to yes yeah. for knows you. What relation? Are you a friend? Are you a friend? No, of course not. She's a cow. Would you like to give her a message or would you like to do this? In private. Yeah. Okay, Peter. Um, Catherine. Um, I don't know how to do it in. Sorry, he texted me. In private. It's fine. When you do live to one to one. Would you like to give a quick message to Catherine? Put the kettle on, calf. Can you sit in for the hot point, man? This afternoon is what he was sending me. Spelling the message. Spelling the ghostly message. Is it about about boilers? W A (laughs) T. What can that spell? Does that mean anything? Ian, isn't it? So I miss you. Um, There's shelter under the table. There's nothing under the table. So the message was, I miss you. And brilliantly, the cameraman is now filming under the table to show us there is nothing no. under the table that could have been moving the pointer. And again, I've got to stress, there's nothing touching the pointer <laughs> apart from Angela's fingers. That's no, it. No. That is and, it. Um, um, uh, so my hands are... Um, is this real? Now, what yeah. she's done to indicate is it real, she, to show that she's not doing it, she's only put one finger on, <laughs> asked if it's real, and it's still moved to yes. Legit. Hang on, let me try it on this map, computer mouse. Are you real? Mm, okay. She pointed to no, though, didn't it? It would be like a private reading for Catherine Boyle from Talk Radio. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's a private reading, Catherine? Does that and mean that, I have to go over there quietly? And, and that'll be 500 <laughs> I'll tweet that now if you want to. Have the... Angela, thank you very I much. I know what the cards say. There's... She does the cards as well. There's another 15 minutes that you've been watching your own leisure time. <laughs> 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, oh. Stable Girls... Oh, I'm on the end. ...and Stripper Grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hang on, because someone, um, Dia just said, you missed the best bit. She takes her fingers off the planchette and asks it a question and something amazing happens. So let's, let's have a look. Would you like to, if you can, 
you know Peter and Spirit. I'm not touching anything. She's taking her hands off. Something amazing is going to happen. Here we go. The temperature gets hot. It can either be freezing or... Um, hot. Um, something like... Um, it goes hot or, or cold. Yeah. Would you like to... Take Would you like to talk to Catherine? She's put her finger back on. Yeah, I think so. I think someone tried to contact you, Catherine. Yeah, you texted me. Um, if you could um, uh, pop by, if anyone knows how to do one-time live videos, like if, if I was doing that like that, and uh, I'm I'm gonna leave it like that. I'm She's not, say, not touching I'm it now. Say, Something amazing is gonna happen. Peter, can you move? She's not touching it. Uh, Peter, if you can move, can you give a message to Catherine? The plot pointer isn't moving yet. Trying to move. Sorry? Getting closer. Please, can you... Just... Give us a sign. I heard a voice then. Did you hear a ghostly voice from beyond the grave? Hang on. Please, can you just give us a sign? (laughs) Yeah, but it it moved for me, and I haven't touched it. It, 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 There was nothing under there, and I'm light-handed. Let's go. Let's go. We've got to start. I've got the willies. Right up her. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Angela. Yes, Angela. Hi, Ian, Catherine. Thank Uh, you so, (laughs) so much for our psychic readings. No, I know it's just um, a little bit of fun. Oh, no, what a thrill. I've got a woman pregnant, have I? Uh, No, there's somebody, like, um, (laughs) around you, like a... um, a sister or a relative. Yeah. Um, bit of surprise, but the the man called Peter, I think he's a friend, Catherine. Well, Matt has just tweeted, could this be accurate? Matt has tweeted this. I bet Peter is the unborn secret love tryst ghost baby Kath is expecting with Ian. <laughs> could, is, could Peter be the baby? It's what my dad would want, me to, me to name that child after him. He's a very traditional man, and I'm sure he would be um, open to that. Not. Oh. Right, is that, is that, is that, um... Catherine is not, Catherine is not pregnant with my child, are you? No, I know, I know. Um, Do you know what, sorry, I just glimpsed over, just for a second, you do not look like Paul McCartney. (laughs) Let me, can I take a picture of you like that? Come for, don't touch the hair, don't touch the hair. Push the hair up a little bit. Hang on a minute. Just, you do not look like McCartney. I've got a touch of the McCartneys about you. No, just look normal, stop being a dick. That is McCartney! <laughs> oh, I'm tweeting that. Let me see. <laughs> that is. Don't you tweet anything without my say so. It's McCartney! <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it? Is it because my hair's slightly red? <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i tweet that in a minute. Right, s- sorry, Angela. We're in a very silly mood tonight. No, I... That's all right. Some strange things have been going on today. So yeah. I gave, uh, um, have, you, have you had the wheelies up you as well? No. Um, Would you like them? It's, <laughs> it's just a bit strange. You never think you've done something, but you haven't. 
I'm calling and, um, that picture McCatherine. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> but it, it's uh, like, um, like, it seems weird that the, the name Peter came along. Well. And that's, that's Catherine's dad's name, and he's not dead. Yeah. I know. It's weird, isn't but it? But he was trying to contact it, it, me today and I had my phone switched to silent. And, and I hate to say this, Catherine, fingers in your ears, he will die one day. <gasps> Is there anyone else in spirit that's a friend? Um, Called Peter? No. Think, well, think anyone about you it. forgot? Yeah, anyone you forgot? Have you forgotten someone forgot. called Peter? Oh, I forgot. No, I don't know any. My brother in law's called Peter. Oh, when did he die? He's also very much alive. It was his birthday, in fact, a couple of days ago. I gave him. But it doesn't have to be um, alive. It doesn't have to be dead, but you can be trying to get a message. Oh, okay. Oh, well, both of them have messaged me recently, yes. Yeah, so this is one of those things, but I just wish I had a bit more help. um, My team, not till after next week, but we're going outside next week. Love it. I love Exciting. it. You really dig this stuff, don't you, Angela? I enjoy it. It's something for me to focus after, like, um, Jim died and I just wanted to just forget a little bit and then... Yeah. And there's, like, um, something to do. I want to give back. And I know I can't have a nine-to-five job, but I just wanted to make Well, it listen, we were, we were so thrilled. I didn't spot this, and a couple of people messaged us today and said, oh, she, Angela's done readings for you both. And then I look and see you've gone up from, like, 20 uh, subscribers to 77 subscribers. Let's see if we can push it up to 100, the magic 100. If you <coughs> want to subscribe, Thank it's you. McCabe's Paranormal Activities, M-C-C-A-B-E-S, Paranormal Activities. It's on YouTube. You can subscribe. Let's Come on, guys. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hey, we're up to 80. Yes! Another 20. Come <laughs> on. And you, let's see if we can get it up to the magic 100. Well, uh, next week we're going to... Um... What we'd like to do is a bit more outside because everyone's back at school dogging. now, so it'd be a bit peaceful. Right, dogging, ghost yeah. dogging. Ghost. Maybe, maybe you get bummed by Henry VIII. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want him. He's evil, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so, but I had a bit of bad day with my, with my hips today, so... Oh, well, you don't want to get bummed then if you've got oh, bad hips. He's a big fella. He'll rip you apart. Yeah. Like a chicken oh, drumstick. <laughs> and then toss you over his shoulder. That's Henry VIII. Cold lover. Cold lover. Um, uh, well, Angela, listen, it's really nice to talk to you. Thank you for doing that. Thanks for calling in. Maybe we'll speak later in the week. Okay, thank you very much. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. 0344-499-1000. Jerry, I promise you'll be next, then it'll be Manny. This is Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We've worked out who Peter is. We think it's Pete Best. <laughs> Pete Best is still alive as well. She said he might be still alive, but he wants to contact us. Oh, oh God, I'm so glad we don't stream this show on YouTube anymore, because that last few minutes was awful. Uh, I've just tweeted a picture of Catherine. Honestly, she looks so much like Paul McCartney tonight. And everyone, no one's disagreeing. It really does. Oh, God. Right. Um, oh, by the way, do you, do you remember when uh, Paul gave hey. this? Hi there. Paul speaking. Listen, oh. I need your help. All I want you to do is just log in on pledge.meetfreemondays.com and pledge your support to the idea of Meet Free Mondays. You can do All it you right now, do. please. I need your help. Please do it. 
We'll send all these pledges to the politicians, and then they'll do something about it. So I need your help. Please, just log in, pledge.meetfreemondays, or one word, dot com. Pledge.meetfreemondays.com. 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 You can do it. You can do, do it, it right, right now, please. please. <laughs> oh my god about that Classic. just play the last bit again i love that yeah <laughs> oh, hang on a minute I, uh, oh i've lost it he's just so musical he makes everything into a song uh you can do it right now please come you can do it right now please <laughs> but, it, but he doesn't always make the song into a black man's accent <laughs> which is what he, that was awful that's just what he's doing there um, oh dear! He's popping up on a couple of podcasts that I that I've listened to, and uh, well, come Macca. on this show. Come on, Macca. Come on, Macca. Come on. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Sorry, we kept you waiting for a long, long time, but I, I hope you understand that the 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 dead are more important than the living. Yeah, I'm hanging on. Not very well. You're not very well. No. Uh oh. I've got the paid ten pounds for the premature ejaculation mixer. You, you paid ten pounds for a premature ejaculation mixer. Mixer, thank you, Hollywood. What is he talking about? You did what? Thank you, Hollywood. The ejaculation mix. Premature. The last ten seconds. Oh, I see. I see. He's doing a joke. He's doing a well. He's, he's doing. He's doing a Jerry joke. So I mean, he's saying words that so would. Are meant to be. No, it's not. That's the thing. You can't blame it on the delivery. Your jokes are rubbish. It's not. Don't blame it on the Parkinson's. It's your jokes. It's amazing. I was on Saturday, though. Yeah. Can't really be good. I'm Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack. Is that boy? That boy had it right. I think Ryan and that one are up to something. I think it's set up. So Ryan wins it. Catch the money and then he shares. Who, who wins? Who won? What? Are you talking about the the major on the millionaire? The, the the big brother thing. Oh, the big brother thing. Oh, you think that he's? Oh, that right. Well, he doesn't win any money though. Don't they? What did he win? The celebrity. They don't. They, they 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 win a career for six months and they win tens of thousands of pounds as their fee. They don't win anything. Oh, they might get like a badge. Yeah, well, you know, you know Toff didn't win anything in the jungle apart from a, a renewed career. That's, that's That was the prize. But we also got paid uh, tens of thousands of pounds, although I was the lowest paid person in the jungle. But can you believe that? And I gave them the most value, and I got the least amount of money. Has Toff going to take a bonus test live on air? No, she's not. Go away. You've been very, very naughty tonight, Jerry. And Parkinson's or not. Come on, a little bit of respect for Kath's uh, unborn baby. <laughs> Who, oh. and, and now uh, um, we've got the DNA results in, and it turns out that Manny, you're the father. <laughs> oh my t- God! Yeah, man, you're good. Well, to look, again, Manny. it's more likely to be you, Manny, than anyone else. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, I'm you in, Cap. You do, you do make more bloody evenings. Hang on a minute. Ah, oh, I should have shut the door earlier. The vibe just got sucked totally out of the room there. <laughs> he just said you make his evening. Why are yeah. you doing that? Well, because he's ruining mine. You don't talk to him like that. He's the father of my child. He's ruining my vibe. <laughs> Why would you let him put himself inside you? There's a... <laughs> he's, he's sucked the vibe out. It's like, it's like, it's like we've, we've invited a skeleton in and we're interviewing it. Hello. Dear God, Manny Man. How are you? Come on! 
I've come to tell you something. Okay, go on. What's this? I walked past. Well, I went. I went, I went to town today. Yeah. I thought I'd tell you today. A telly? No, I said I thought I'll tell you. Okay, I thought you said. Well, I th- I thought you said. I, you, I thought I you said you bought a telly. No. I thought you said I bought a teddy. I was feeling that bad. I bought a Stanley knife. Oh, oh Manny! I sat on this bench. Manny! I sat on this bloody bench. Yeah. In All a right. quiet place. Se- serious serious yeah, heads are on now. Serious heads are on. And I put, put my jacket up a little bit. And I, I felt empty today. Yeah. Really. It just pisses me off. I want to go back to work. I oh, used to work. I can't bloody work. Pisses me off. Okay. Sitting home, dossing. Very tempted today. What stopped you? I wasted a pound on a blue. Standing knife? It'd be a crap standing knife for a quiz. <laughs> what, what, stop, what stopped you? I don't know. Is that 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 I don't believe that's what stopped you. No, I don't believe no, I don't no, believe no, that's that, what stopped you. What stopped no, you? No, that, that that didn't stop me. Just I don't know. But something it's stopped something you. More. So did, was was the knife ple- pressing your flesh? No, I had it out. So you were close. Yeah, I was close. But, but something know, must have stopped avoid, you, man. Just a just a void in my bloody head. Yeah, but something must have stopped you. Try and think. What was it? What was it? You had you had it there. You had the opportunity to end it all there, right? And you chose you chose not to. You chose to roll your sleeve down and go home. So what happened? What changed? Family comes into your business. Go on. So what did you think? Don't don't give me the vague stuff. Tell me the specifics. What did you think? Just about the family, the kids. Yeah. What did you think about the kids? My daughter's getting married next year, and I thought I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss this. Here we go. You're going to miss. You're going to miss your daughter's wedding. Do you like her? Do you like um, her boyfriend? Yeah, very nice. Is, yeah. He, is he a good lad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are they going to have kids? Do you know? Is that talking about kids in the future? Well, if they get married, they probably will. Yeah, and grandchildren. Okay. When, go to uni this year. When's yeah, the When's the wedding? When's the wedding? Bank holiday August next year. Okay, so you're literally a, a, a year away. And who's going to university? Your grandson's going to university. No, my son. Your son is going to university. What's he yeah, going to study? Uh, account, chartered accountancy. Hey, there's a lot of money in chartered accountancy. Yeah. It's not a sexy one, but it's a well-paid one, mm. and he'll never this, be out of work. This one's a dentist. The one's getting married. Um, the one's getting married after her. She's a teacher, but. She, she packed the teaching in. She, she went for an IT company. Yeah. Uh, is she is she happy? Is she happy with the change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Enjoying it. Doesn't yeah, regret she, it. She, no, she done teaching for the year. But then, yeah. So how many kids have you got, Manny? Three. Three. Two daughters and a boy. Yeah. Okay. So one. So the one who's getting married, did you say, was a dentist? Yeah, she's a dentist. How does she put up with looking in people's dirty mouths? <laughs> I couldn't do that. Could you? Putting your fingers no, in someone's she, dirty mouth. Well, what, and, and having to operate that sucky outie machine. 
they use everything, don't they? They use everything. Does she ever, do you ever think, has she ever told you that sometimes if she gets a rude patient, sometimes she pulls out their teeth a little bit harder than she needs to? Has no. she ever mentioned that? She's had, a, she's had a patient who's never brushed her teeth with toothpaste, just uses salt. Salt? That co- well, I know that coal is good for uh, and is good for cleaning your teeth, but salt. Salt. I yeah. bet that smells a bit whiffy, doesn't it? Must do. But then again, I thought if I do this, uh, it's in the middle of a bloody. Yeah, that's all right. It's a, yellow, it's a yellow card. Don't worry. No, it's a yellow card. We're cool. Is, uh, oh, dad, 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 her husband, but he done, done that. You know. People talk, but then it was more about the kids and family. Yeah, exactly. Well, forget everyone very else. Very tempted. Very tempted. Okay, forget everyone very else, tempted. though. Focus on the kids. So you got your wedding next... And when it, where is it happening? Is it happening in Birmingham? It's happening in Druidwich in the Chateau something. Beautiful. Beautiful. Big, big do? How many people are going? Yeah, about 600. How does it work, these... Oh, Asian wedding... Asian yeah. wedding, of course okay. it's 600. How does it work okay. these days? Is it still the the dad of the bride that pays, or does it get yeah. split a bit more? It's started to. Right, uh, yeah. split. So, 600? 600 for the meal? 600 people. Yeah, yeah. For, the, for the meal? For everything. It starts from Whoa, 12. That's a big old do. Those Asian weddings are great. Yeah. And they have the best food, man. They do. They have the and best food, and there's always too much whiskey. of it. Even for a wedding with 600 people, there will be too much food. Whiskey, vodka, well, all on the table. You can't... Oh. And here's the thing, Manny. Right, you've been dealt a really crappy hand of cards with your eyes yeah. and everything, right? But, 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 you are a great dad... You are a great dad, right? And how proud are you going to be sat at the main table of your daughter's wedding next year in front of those 600 people? How proud are you going to be, man? I know it puts you down sometimes. I know it puts you down. I know it puts you down. And that's why you've got to set yourself little targets to meet in the future. And you've not got, you've got a massive... T- a little target could be like, right, I'm, I'm going to have a really nice meal on Sunday night. Right? That can be a little target. You've got the wedding of your little baby in, in it, under it, a year, man. It's not that. It's, since when I was school in 87, yeah. I started work two months after. I've always worked. That bloody gets me down and that does. Yeah. Yeah, I've worked for many nine years. Now. All right, then we need to find you a job. No, nobody gives you a bit of a job sector. Nobody gives you. A We're going to. Fi- we need to find you a job, Manny. So you live in Birmingham, Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton. I'll do toilet cleaning, anything. Yeah. Maybe. All right. We, we, okay. Well, this is our mission: is to find you a job, right? Yeah. Uh, so you live in Wolverhampton, and you're. Um, you're completely blind. You got you got a little bit of sight, but it's getting worse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Got a bit of just you know. I can see people. Can't see the face. I can see you walking about. Can't see a face or anything. And you just want like... you just want to be productive. Yeah. Right. Here's what we're going to do, Catherine. And this this is going to take a little while, Manny. This is that project. Can we find? Um, first of all, because I don't know how you go helping someone with visual dis- 
difficulty is a job, right? There's got to be a charity. Not, not saying you're a charity case, Manny, but there will be a charity that can give me a little bit more information on who I can speak to about trying to get a job. Yeah. There's got to be Royal someone... Society the, for the Blind, surely. Beautiful. The, the job centre don't even help. Screw you. those losers! Oh, Screw oh, the oh, job oh, centre! Oh, oh, They're oh, losers! Oh, they, are oh, lo- oh, they don't even give people who can see jobs, so screw those guys. <laughs> i tell you what we're going to... I tell you all what those days do. and oh, there's no, you know, because of your sight, there's nothing you can do. I tell you what we're going to do. Are you around Friday night, Manny? I am. Right, tomorrow night we've got a guest coming on um, who's going to talk about a radio show that she's made that's brilliant. And I talked about it last night and I'll tweet tomorrow, mm. right? How about Friday at 10 o'clock, we see if we can get someone on from the mm. um, RSPB. RNIB. Lifeboats. Royal National Institute of the Blind. I made myself laugh at that. We, let's see if we can get someone on. It's a bit short notice. Let's see if we can get someone on at 10 o'clock on Friday who mm. can tell us how we can help our friend Manny try and, fu- try and make him feel like he's being a productive member of society and that he, he's, he's got a few quid coming in and he's, he's, he- he's doing something. It's not the money. I don't want the money. No, I know. but, but and, and, you, and you, you know you're not going to get rich, but I do think that the, 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 the transaction of someone doing a service... And then someone else giving that person money, it makes you feel more valued, even if it's only a few quid. It makes you, it makes people feel like they are contributing. I've tried the people in Wolverhampton, the blind centre, and they say, "Well, we don't do things." Screw those losers! I'm sick of those losers. Screw those losers, Manny. Listen, ma'am, can we give you all it is in is. I've bloody worked since I was school. Yeah, you're a grafter. I don't like bloody getting dull money, I mean. Well, not dull money, disability living in house, whatever it's called. I don't like getting there. I don't want it. I don't want to really work. You, you know, you, you work, you're worthless without a job. You feel worthless, you're not. Rude, you know, okay. you know what I mean? All right, listen, Manny. Um, <sighs> let's speak on Friday night at 10 o'clock. Okay. All right. We'll give you a call, and if and hopefully you'll be around. Hopefully we'll get someone from the Royal Lifeboat Association <laughs> to talk. And, and we might not be able to get someone. It, it, we might not be able to get someone because it's late at night. But we, we, no, if not, no. we'll sort something out. And we're going to get you a job, brother. Good. Because I don't want you to kill yourself. And if you're only going to, ki- if you're killing yourself because you ain't got a job, well, I think we can fix that. I think we can fix it. Hope so. Right? And C- Cap. Yes. You look after my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who's All the right, baby? You look after the ones you've already got and I'll do yeah. my bit. Okay. Promise? Okay. I want you, I want you to make a promise. Promise, promise you ain't going to kill yourself this week. Promise me that. No. Thank you, brother. We will speak on Friday. Okay. Take care, man. Bye, L- man. Love bye you, Manny. Bye-bye. 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 We're going to sort this out. It's just a matter of getting the right person. I'm not on having it. a. I'm not having a brother uh, kill himself because he he ain't got a job. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. Uh, that's not. That is not a valid reason. Yeah. To do it because uh, I think we can. I think we can sort something out. He's a good man who's been dealt a really bad. He got he went blind in an industrial accident. Hard worker, grafter, went blind in an industrial accident. Had a terrible twelve months with his dad dying on a plane. Dad died on a plane. Um, and he's been close to the edge a bit. And um, hearing that story, and thank you for the honesty, Manny, I appreciate that. Hearing that has broken my heart. 
I'm not, I'm not going to let you kill yourself, though, because you ain't got a job. I'm not letting you do it. Um, you, you, you're going to be there for your daughter's wedding. That is, that is happening. Those Asian weddings. <sighs> Big old deals. Great food, man. Great food. Uh, last 15 minutes of the show before Paul Ross, 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Well, we're in trouble with Fiona. Uh-oh! Does she, well, does she fired Manny from previous jobs? Well, the baby theme continues. First time listening to you two and I'm now way past my bedtime. Now, oh. one of you has to get up with the baby in the morning and bring me tea. Two sugars. Wouldn't refuse a pastry either. OK, well, I'll tell you what, I'll do it. Where does she live? Uh, doesn't say. It doesn't matter. I'll go and do it. Tell me, just give us your address, postcard, or pop it in the old satellite navigational system. I shall pop over there and I shall sort you out. But your baby will end up wearing, I don't know, a suit. You like doing that, don't you, dressing No, I didn't. Or... My wife wouldn't let me. But Bob Mortimer told me that the funniest thing that you can do with babies is, li- is lie them on the bed and then sort of lie a suit over them <laughs> so it looks like they're wearing a suit. But my wife wouldn't let me for some reason. But, I mean, Fiona's going to be in bed. She won't know what you're doing. Um... Play around with the listener's baby while the mum's asleep. That would be weird. She's going to be lazy and lie in bed, then you will look after the baby the way you see fit. Let's go to Ben. Good evening, Ben. Oh, hello, Doja. I just wanted to say about Manny. He sounded very down, but he did the right thing, talking. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You've got to talk it out. You've got to talk it out. Too many people killing themselves when a little bit of talking out just doesn't solve the problems immediately, but it eases the pressure a bit. That's right, yeah. It dawned on me. I watched that Mate guy, Gabriel Mate. The word depression just means to push down. We depress, you know, you put, if you depress a piece of steel, you push it down. Yep. And all we do is, every, you know, I've had it, we've all had depression. And But the actual word means to push, so we're just pushing our feelings down. The only way to get rid of them is to talk about it. All forms of therapy are just talking, really, yep. at the end of the day. Yep. The tablets don't work. They can quieten things down. Well, the, the tablets the day, do. The tablets do work for some people. No, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, at some point, we have to talk and talk, talk and, and talk. cry and cry and yeah. get it all out. Yeah. and we slowly get better. Now, I had a good, right I had a good old cry today. Now, wrong with having a good old cry. I didn't talk about that in the end, but never mind. Maybe later in the week. But yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's it, man. He did the right thing, though. Uh, yeah, he'll be all right. He, Ma- but Manny has been through a lot, you know, d- yeah. industrial accident, sent him yeah. blind, um, yeah, and, and it, 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 I don't know how anyone would cope with that. But he, but yeah. he is um, he's a strong man, and he's going to be all right. We'll sort him out. He will. Yeah. Nice one, Ben. Yeah. Cheers, dude. Thank Bye, you, mate. mate. Cheers for call. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to uh, ah, it's fake Sheila. Good evening, fake Sheila. <laughs> Why am I fake Sheila? It says it says on my screen Sheila fake Sheila. Uh, I've, I can oh, no. I can only read what it says. Sheila fake Sheila. I am the real Sheila. It says on my screen you're the fake Sheila. And that's exactly what fake Sheila would say. Isn't it just? Catherine knows because I had a good chat with her when you were away. Well, Catherine seems to be on my side, don't you, Kath? Well, <laughs> oh, fake <laughs> Sheila. Thing is, you're trying too hard to sound like Sheila. Okay, the bad meetings. Hello, Ian. Hello, fake Sheila. What have you got for us tonight? Hiya. Hiya. Okay, really? <laughs> How can you be so perky at ten to one when we're all winding down and suddenly this no. lunatic's phoned up? Because I didn't want to call a lot earlier. I was like, um, picking myself up. I'm going to phone him, phone him, phone him, and then I'll phone you. Well, you phoned in. Excellent stuff. What can we do for you? I'm worried about you oh. because you, I've got because I've got a mystery woman pregnant. <laughs> apparently, 
Facebook today, and yes. they didn't sound that. No, 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 I don't do Facebook. Twitter. Sorry, something. I had a lousy day today, thank Sheila. I had a lousy day. Yeah, it was a bit, a bit of mush. Yes, there were things on Twitter and yeah. stuff, and I thought that's not Ian. Yeah, it sounds anything like Ian. It's a bit. Well, I was listen. I kind of after the show last night, I kind of sank a bit. Anyway, I've been feeling really good. I'm going to say I've been feeling happy recently. Come in, poor us. I've been feeling happy, and then just last night, I could feel myself kind of sinking down a bit emotionally. And then today, I just had some dealings, which I, I, there's not really time to talk about. I'll talk about it tomorrow, with the um, the Scouting Association. And Paul Ross, you sent me a lovely DM. Thank you, mate. I didn't reply. Do you know that, Ian? I know. My best mates had the same thing. Yeah. Not with scouting, but the same issue. Yeah. And it's affected his whole life. And when, I didn't know that. And it's really made me understand everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm glad that I'm glad that you understand. Life sucks sometimes, doesn't it? It absolutely does. It but does. you've uh, you've made yourself. I smashed you, I smashed it today. Smashed you it. smashed it all. Yeah, I smashed it. Not just today, darling. You no. smashed it. Oh, Sheila. Fake Sheila. Let's not, let's not confuse you with the real Sheila. Is she allowed uh, to call him darling? Is she allowed to say darling? I encourage it. Is that not hashtag me too? We don't I, know who she is. We can't trace her. I um, <laughs> insist, Paul. This is the thing. I insist that all my female and my attractive male callers call me darling. I insist it. I insist it. I don't care if it's old-fashioned. <laughs> oh, darling. Like uh, Richard Attenborough, Noel Coward. Sheila! Fake Sheila! I've got, I've got to cut Thank you off. Thank you, baby. Nice to see you. Well, that's a step love too you. far, isn't it? Love you. But I love you too, baby. She's been inhaling helium. She Are you like pregnant, Sheila? We're just narrowing well, the field down. I've, apparently, I've got a mystery woman pregnant, according to Angela, who read my tarot. I heard that earlier on. Yeah. That was remarkable groundbreaking radio and then some. <laughs> I love that. Hey, She'll do one for you if you want, Paul. I bet she will. Yeah. What? <laughs> Behave yourself. End of the Pierce show. You sent me a very nice tweet, thank you. Okay. What is on your show today? Well, we've got a bit of a star-studded show today because the ebullient, some say irritating Josh Rom, has been on two red carpets today. I know which side which side I come down on. Ebullient. He's been on the, the new The House with a Clock in Its Walls. He's got Jack Black, he's got Kate Blanchett. I, have you seen the trailer for that? It does look fantastic, Oh, it? it looks... I'm taking the Hugo. kids to see brilliant. that. It looks great. We've got all the cast of that coming on, including Jack Black and Kate Blanchett. We've also got uh, the cast members of a great-looking new film out this weekend called Hurricane, another Second World War movie, which stars uh, Mel Gibson's son, Milo Gibson, who was so good in Hacksaw Ridge, and also the chap who plays um, Ramsay Bolton in Game of Thrones. But oh. I can't pronounce his name. He's Ayun Rufford or one of those type names. But he was also he began his career in Pobbly Quim. And I've never oh. heard from somebody who was in that well so Pobbly Quim. Hey, yeah, I remember a bit of Pobbly Quim. Uh, probably, is, it, how do you Quim, is it Quim or Cum? I don't know. Uh, whichever plugs your boat. Yeah, because it's Cumbly. Pobbly Cum, mm-hmm. not Pobbly Quim. Played Cumbly. Look you. There we go, you see. I didn't know you have Welsh antecedent or heritage. No, not at all. But I, I had, my friend was Welsh. Don't you think Kath's got a little bit of the Paul McCartney's about her tonight? <laughs> I mean, the conquerance. <laughs> <laughs> Just whack him straight through. we got a call. Just put him straight through, Sam. we got Ricky's on the line. Good evening, Rick. You're the last call of our show. What have you got? Hey, I just want to say love. Love to Manny, OK? Love to Manny. Do you want to give love to Paul Ross? Uh, I would not make love <laughs> to Paul Ross badly. Could, you, he, he didn't necessarily say make love because there's an yeah. ordinary cue for that. He said give love. <laughs> would you give love? So you would you would make love? Would you give love to him, Rick? Hey, yeah, of course. Bring Paul Ross to my house and I will give or make. Okay, love. I'll turn up. I'll be depilated and lightly oiled for you, wearing a golden <laughs> nappy like a cherub. It's my gift what, to you. I do have a balcony of the toy shop at the moment, but I'll try and lose that before we meet. <laughs> 
balcony up at the top. Hey, you know who said that first? Max Miller, the great Max Miller. That's his gift to us, Max Miller. How do you want them, ladies? At the blue book or the white book? Oh, man, alive. Can I give you a little quick Max Miller poem? Oh, please do, mate, yeah. He once said, I like the girls who do. I like the girls who don't. I hate the girls who say they will, and then they say they won't. But the girl that I like best, and I know you say I'm right, is the girl who says she never does, but looks as if she might. <laughs> is that great, little poem? Go on, done there, madam. Paul Ross is... Oh, did we finish? Did we finish everything? Yeah, I think so. Stars, 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 stars. and orangutans. What a show. What? And the, stars and orangutans. And okay. the usual old tosh. Okay. Uh, that's all coming up at one. Well, Catherine, I think we managed to survive what has been a very spooky, very sexy... Yeah. ...and a very weird show yeah. tonight, isn't it? Strange old vibe. I better go home and take some folic acid. Um, there was... Uh, this. I've got homework for you. Try and listen to at least one episode. And I can't remember what it's called now. That lady's... Um, oh, it's show. called Tara and George. Tara and George. Life of Tara. It's on BBC Radio 4 iPlayer. You type in Life of Tara, Tara and George. Four episodes. Get it on podcast. Get it on podcast. It's brilliant. We've got the, 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 the person, the presenter who made it, the journalist who made it, is coming on the show tomorrow night to talk about it. And I always feel a bit weird inviting a BBC person on to talk radio to talk about this show. But I heard it in the car yesterday, and it was flipping heck, it went half good. But they should come and you snap your fingers, because we pay their wages. Exactly! We own those! <laughs> we will be back tonight at 10 o'clock, but do not go anywhere, because Paul Ross is coming up after the news. Don't forget, you can listen to Talk Radio on DAB, download the app, or go to talkradio.co.uk. Until 10 for me and Kath, ta-ta! Oh!